The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Uh, so, gentlemen, why, why, let's start. Just introduce yourself. John, introduce yourself. Tell people what you do. I'm John Terzian. Uh, I own a company called Hwood Group. So we have restaurants, nightclubs, Delilah, Nice Guy, Bootsy Bellows are some of them. And Craig? Uh, I'm Craig Susser. I got to feel like such a slacker compared to that. Yeah, you uh, should. I own a place called Craig's Restaurant <laughs> and uh, and a, uh, a vegan ice cream company called Craig's Vegan. A which... place called Craig's. Very modest. It's one of the best restaurants in L.A. Yeah. Very uh, highly respected place. And yep. we're, we're here to talk about what the fuck is happening to the restaurant industry during this pandemic and how crazy it is. Um, you know, I, I, I've talked about this before, but having you guys on so you could say firsthand what it's been like to you and what this experience has been like and how poorly it's been handled. Just I want to give people a sense of this at home, what it's like from two men who have made their living in the hospitality and restaurant industry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to start, Craig? Well, no. The funny thing is, it's like we're the rule followers. Yeah, we're the ones that are used to handling the health department. We're the ones that are used to, you know, doing everything that, you know, from a safety standpoint, right? And now we're the ones that are being crushed or being picked on, so to speak. By but that's the way a lot of people in the industry feel because we're the ones that are being shut down in a city um, where a lot of other businesses are remaining open, like malls, distribution centers markets stores i mean you can go to a mall and go shopping you can go on an airplane from la to you know new york take your mask off and eat and that's okay but you can't eat outdoors in a restaurant in la that's following social distancing all the health guidelines i mean we know our business and so it's been really hard since but it started march 15th we we shut down um, we were then told to put glass in between our, our boots, so we did that. We opened for about 10 days. Um, we did UV lights in the, in the, in the air conditioning air systems. Air filtration, all the stupid. Absolutely. And then we built patios. Um, I've personally spent $250,000 abiding by the rules that were set forth by the state, by the county, by the governors, by, by everybody. And, and then to just kind of be shut down is really, really difficult. And it's not about me. And it's not about my restaurant and it's not about John. It's not about, it's about the employees. It's about the dishwashers and the busboys and the servers that live day to day on the money that they make at the restaurant. It's their livelihood. It's how they feed their families. They send money back to the countries that they came from. You know, this is a larger issue. And, And the reason it's a larger issue is one little restaurant like Craig's, we have 90 employees. A furniture store might have five or six. So when you shut down an industry like that, it really has a huge economic impact. And then it has a social impact because we all love to eat. It's the one thing we have in common. We yeah. like to get together as people. I'm, I'm a giant fan of restaurants. I mean, it's yeah. one of my favorite things to do is to go out to eat. And living in L.A., it was so frustrating. It was, yeah. it was bizarre. It, did, it doesn't make sense. Now, when you guys get the orders, when they tell you what's shut down or what's open... Is there anyone you communicate with? Is there anyone that's involved in government that you've no. had conversations with? No, that's the issue. That's the biggest issue that we have is they, they refuse to communicate to any of us. And I can't quite figure out why. We hear about it 
on the news. We've we've joined with about forty, yeah. 30, 40 other like main owners, you know, that that are all in the area, and I think it's the one thing that's kind of a silver lining in all this is that we've all teamed up to kind of like try to figure out what's going on. But we find out about it from the news, and we have to just make these moves within twenty four hours. It's it's absolutely absurd, and we've reached out. I've reached out to. Newsom, I reached out to Garcetti and they do nothing. You know, they they put you on phony task force. They lie. You know, they 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 have no idea how serious this is. And I commend you for having us on. No one else wants to speak about it. Everyone's too scared of backlash. But what backlash? What I I don't think they understand I, that. I think LA people is are crumbling. Th- right. Yeah, I think people right. are thinking it's black and white. If you say anything somewhat negative, they view you as your anti. COVID, you're, you're, you're wanting to kill everybody. You're and that's a science not the case. denier. Right. Yeah, that's right, not but the case. But that's not the issue. So <clears throat> we're not denying that there's an issue. We're not denying that people are getting sick. We're not denying that there are, we all are in this together. So how do you do it well? How do you do it smartly? Where should we be spending money? Um, a perfect example is they're doing rapid testing in certain areas. So instead of losing all of this revenue, why don't they invest in smart technology that has rapid testing that allows people to go to a restaurant, get a rapid test, you're positive, you're negative, and then you get to go into the restaurant. Like we did here today. Exactly. exactly. We got rapid testing exactly. today. Everyone's a fine. We're, yeah. We could sit down and have a conversation, have no paranoia. Yeah. You could do that at a restaurant. You could have the... We were, I was telling you about Stubbs Barbecue here in, in yeah. Austin, where Dave Chappelle and I have been doing Great shows. Great establishment. We do 400 seats. We test everyone. People get there way in advance. They test them. Yeah. They get a, to- a COVID test, which gives them a nice peace of mind. Like, oh, great. I don't yeah. have it. Then you get to sit down and enjoy a show. And the place is packed. And so the business is making money. Everyone's having a good time. It's it's possible. Well, that's what, that's what a lot of people are doing in L.A., right? So they're having parties in L.A. And a lot of them are doing rapid testing beforehand. So everybody gets a wristband and everybody in the party knows that everybody's negative. But isn't the mayor threatening to shut those kind of parties down? He's threatening to shut water off. Like, yeah. Like, and by the and way, he, he's done it. Yeah, water yeah. and power, which we're living in like a dictatorship. I literally, I literally feel like L.A. is like a third world country right now. Never seen anything like this. Well, if you go to Venice or you go to downtown LA and you see the encampments, it's fucking bananas. Yeah. I so, mean, third world countries wouldn't allow that shit. Yeah. But th- it's but worse. This is some sort of dictatorship happening that uh, we, we, to me, is a bigger picture. If, if, if other uh, governments, if, if other states, counties, cities see that they can just shut an industry down so easily, get a name for themselves, get their name out there... What's stopping everyone else from doing this? Exactly. It's new power. So here's Venice Beach. Look at this video. This is, uh, I mean, this is very mild in comparison to some of the videos that I've seen. Yeah. But uh, there's one from downtown LA that literally, so Venice Beach, all the boardwalk, that whole area is now just encampments. Well, yeah, like Wilshire and uh, San Vicente. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty bad, right? It's terrible. Yeah, I've seen it. It's terrible. Wilshire and San Vicente's bad. Downtown LA is absolutely the worst. Downtown LA is bananas. Thousands and thousands of tents. And I don't know how they're going to put that genie back in the bottle. And now you've got, they're trying to clean up because they're trying to, like, oh, this is a health hazard. You've got, like, human shit in the streets. Like, how do we clean this? So they're trying to clean up. Right. And now activists are stopping them from cleaning up. They're like, your actions are violence. And they're yeah. holding hands and blocking right. cleanup crews. Like, but yeah. think about how many more people you've just added to the homeless rolls because of all the industries that have been shut down. Yeah. And people that can't feed their families. Yeah. So that's the hard part. It's like, you know, John, we all know the same people. 
And I actually, um, I, I actually, in my heart of hearts, think that they are, they believe that they're helping. That that's my that's my my belief. That's and, cute, and I disagree. And it with is, that. And, I disagree. And, 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 and I, I know that, but but <laughs> I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. That yeah. doesn't mean I agree with them yeah. or agree with what they're doing in the least. But I will give a shout out to like the city of West Hollywood, the mayor Lindsay Voherveth, um, uh, Paul Aravalo. They have been so business friendly. They're trying to help as much as they can. They the permits, the the ability for me to 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 get my patio up and running. They they moved in lightning speed, but I'll give you an example. I got the front patio built. It finished on a Friday, and on Saturday I got shut down. It's worthless. So what did I just spend sixty and grand? There's no evidence that shows that outdoor dining is contributing significantly to the COVID spread. There's no evidence. They actually had to admit that finally in the, in court. The county has no evidence of a nexus between any sort of outbreak uh, with outdoor dining. And how, okay. So how do they make this arbitrary distinct, distinction between outdoor dining and going to Walmart or like what they're calling they, essential? They, they don't. It the, doesn't the, make the, any there sense. There isn't. So, there so isn't. the county health officials shut us down, right, for three weeks, uh, right around, what, was it Thanksgiving? Yes. And um, some friends of ours took them to court and said, you know, how can you just shut down an industry with no evidence. And they said, oh, we have plenty of evidence. We have six studies and blah, 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 blah. And then they actually got to court and they had nothing. 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 All the evidence not, was from indoor dining. W- not one piece of paper. And they had to admit it. So when now, they admit it, then what happens? No, but now they're appealing it. Why? <laughs> now they're appealing it. By the why? way, they've hired an outside counsel. And you so think these people ha- have our best intentions? Come on. I, they, I, these I, guys are too nice. I, I, this I know, guy, I know, Newsom, I wants a name for himself, and no one's calling him out, and it's absolutely insane to me. Okay, here's the number one thing that boggles my mind. You have a problem. We all agree there's an illness, yes. okay? The rates of hospitalizations are going up, infections are going up, but the rates of death are going down. Okay, so we have an issue. Why not get together as a community and say, you know what, we're going to grab a couple of restaurant people, we're going to grab some doctors in the field. Have a committee. And, and have people that have real-world experience. Not PhDs, not theoretical people. People that have real experience in the industry. Grab them. Grab a roundtable and say, okay, we have this problem. How do we mitigate it? And how do we move forward smartly? I've never been asked. John's never been asked. No doctor that I know in the wide variety of people that I take care of has ever been asked their opinion by the county, state, yeah. on any level. He's right. It's it's that that's the problem. And I reached out directly. I have uh, Garcetti's email. I email this mayor, puts me on with some some random person from the office, then puts me on with the county. And I say, hey, get us together. Let, let, why don't you actually talk to real restaurant owners? This is when they were thinking about. This is when they were going to do the curfew, right? There was a 10 p.m. curfew, and I said, where's the where's the 10 p.m. curfew come from? Oh, well, when people get inebriated. They get looser, and then they're super spreaders at, at restaurants. And I'm like, okay, why 10 p.m.? It's like that's that's the time when people really start start getting inebriated. And I was like, but you realize you could at least say, hey, close up, let people make sure they get out, get their check paid, and be out the door by midnight, 11:30, whatever it might be, rather than everyone out the door by 10 p.m. And he said, well, you could seat someone at nine and then kick them out at 9:50. And I was like, what? I, have you any, do you have any understanding of the restaurant industry at all? Not one. Had not contacted any any restaurateur. 
They went to a 10 p.m. curfew three days later, shut it all down. They just said, you know what? We're, we're just shutting everything down. By the down. way, they've, for never, no reason. they've never heard no from any of us. You want to do yeah. uh, six people or less? Okay. Yeah. You want tables six feet apart? Okay. You want to do uh, uh, an 11 o'clock curfew? Okay. A 10 o'clock curfew? Okay. We, we've said yes to everything they've wanted, and yet they still find a way yep. to shut the industry down. Well, Why? This is what I understand. Why? Who's making the decisions? I personally think, again, I don't think Craig wants wants to say this, but I personally think it is politicians trying to make a name for themselves. That but is how my, does it make a name but, for yourself? But I think it's fear. They I are. honestly think it's fear. What, what? I think it's fear. That they're gonna that they're gonna be the, seen as not having done something and you, people are being, you know, killed. The gu- uh, Newsom is on the news almost every day. So much so that people get 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 off get off the news, man. Like this guy is speaking every left and right. He really thinks that he's the savior situation. And I think that is where it's it's some sort of political gain situation in his mind and it's control. Like look, they're they're and by the way, I just found out recently and I we've been I've been in this business for 15 years. I had no idea that our indep- we're, we're considered independent restaurants not franchise. We had no representation. We had no lobbyists. The, rep- the the representation for the restaurant community is driven by big fast food chains. Well, they have no incentive to help independent restaurants, you know, McDonald's and all these people, which God bless them, but they're thriving in COVID. So we just get bullied around essentially because there's no lobbyists. And so we're kind of like sitting ducks in this situation. And I kind of feel like we're somewhat trying to be a voice here for the independent restaurant world. And it's not just LA. I mean, think think about it's much I mean, bigger. New York and LA were we trendsetters, right? Yeah. The country watched what happened in LA and New York and they followed. And now LA and New York have just completely dropped the ball and everybody else is kind of rising up. Well, they're examples of government overreach. They're examples 100%. of government overreach without any thought whatsoever to these independent businesses. And it's a slippery slope. Yeah. How how much more is that gonna happen? That is a big fear. Well, it's also a slippery slope because what happens if it doesn't come back? Yeah. What happens if you drive down Melrose and those things stay boarded up? What happens if downtown LA yep. stays filled with tents? Yep. What do you do? Well, like, how many how many restaurants are going to be able to come back? I mean, like I said right. before, we're, we'll, we'll manage. We'll figure out a way. And, and, and to John's point, like Governor Newsom actually did help with something. I was trying to get, you know, a back patio done and there were a couple of health department rules and, and his office did step in and said, that's ridiculous. You should allow that and make that happen. And they changed a rule um, that, that benefited not just my restaurant, but all restaurants. Big Newsome fan over here. No, no. I'm just trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to, sp- I'm trying, trying to, to bounce, split yeah. the difference. I got like, like I want, I want it to be an honest conversation of, I think your policies are wrong. I don't dislike you as a person, right? That there's a big distinction. Sure. Okay. So that's, that's all I'm trying to say. But I will say that, uh, you know, on the reservation list, um, somebody's name that rhymes with spaghetti will not get a reservation. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I will say I've spoken out about him, and we got targeted pretty hardcore, openly. They targeted they, you. They came. Health came every night when I finally could. Where are the permits for al fresco? Where's this every single night? I'm like, you were here last night. Well, you know, we we were instructed to come every night. I said, okay, that you makes instructed every to that's come what, every night because that's you what talked out is, against Garcetti. And Newsom, correct. Jesus fucking Christ. And and my my thing is, I agree. It's nothing personal. I I it's it's their policies, their arbitrary policies. How does it make sense 
that you know there's a million people passing through TSA a day. I looked up all the stats. How does it make sense that we can fly here, for example, anywhere, Austin, New York, wherever it might be, and go right back in the same day with zero, zero issues, zero checks, zero anything, yet outdoor dining is completely shut down? By the way, this is the first time in nine months I've left L.A., yeah. And and the only reason the way I got down here through Jet Edge, by the way, thank you for a great ride and, they and were private really cool. suite. And you guys are the best. You should. You're a big baller. You should use Jet Edge. Um, but I'm flying back United tonight, and and you know it's the first time in nine months that I've left L.A. Um, and I'm not a science denier, and I take precautions, and I'm around a lot of people. When the, when the patio was open, I was around 150, 180 people a night. But you can go from L.A. to New York. You can take your mask down and eat. You can land in L.A. You can go in a hotel. You can then go to a mall and go shopping, okay? You can grab some food to go. We could sit together and eat outdoors in the mall. But I can't go outdoor and eat at a restaurant at, that employs 90 to 100 people and keep a business afloat. We're not thriving. You know, outdoor dining doesn't, doesn't, isn't blowing the doors off of the revenue. It allows keep us to keep employed. all of the people employed. It allows employees to make some money. We're paying payroll taxes. We're paying sales taxes. And we're just one little place. There's 30,000 restaurants in Los Angeles. Now, one of the reasons they cited for shutting it down was they found that 10% of the restaurants weren't abiding by the rules. So, well, I would say then, then why don't you go to those 10% restaurants and shut them down? or give them warnings to the point where they do come into line. So if they're not social distancing and they are not wearing masks and shields and they're not wearing gloves and they're not doing all the things that you've asked restaurants to do, well then you can target them. But to shoot to shut down an entire industry because you feel like you have a couple of bad actors makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. And this is the first time we were talking about this before the show that that people are realizing how important it is who the mayor is, how oh, yeah. important it is, who the governor is. Yeah. And the fact that the mayor is actively targeting you guys because you've spoken out against these fucking ridiculous draconian restrictions that yeah. don't have any, there's no logic behind them. There's no studies. They're, they're, obviously, when you take them to court and they, they show that the studies are about indoor dining and not outdoor, they're lying. So and, and they're coming after you, like yep. targeting you? Well, yeah. we, we all know that the, the biggest spreaders are right, the distribution centers. Construction, for some reason, and I don't understand why, but construction is is a really big um, number. So, I I just I didn't mean to cut you on off, but gotcha. I was just like I don't understand the the logic behind it, and and the thing that I keep seeing in my head is the abject fear of the employees because they don't know what's going to happen next. Right. They don't know when we're going to open. They don't know when they're going to get a paycheck, when they're going to get their tips, and we've kept on most of our people. We haven't let our people go. So it's costing the restaurant a lot of money, but it's a family and it's the holidays and I don't want to be that right, guy that lets people go during the holidays. Yeah. So, but when are we reopening? Are we going to reopen? Well, if you close, Thanksgiving was a super spreader event. Well, then I guess Christmas is. Well, if this, it was supposed to be three weeks, right? right. So are you well, back that, open? No. No, so that was a lie too. And, and they, they were openly lying about three weeks because when I would call the the county the the inside that had the county is they were like it's it's not it's it's a minimum six weeks i'm like well why are you guys saying three weeks publicly we don't want we don't want pandemonium to happen i'm like you realize this is the problem there's zero trust and when they said it three weeks would have come right before holidays 
their whole point was to get past January 1st. Now I'm hearing they want to go till February or well, March and the, just keep it fully shut. The county order's over. The county Who order knows? the county order's over now, but they're saying that the state order supersedes it because Correct. I ICU numbers are high. Yes. Okay, so if if Thanksgiving was a super spreader event and they yeah. were protecting us against that, then Christmas is one, then New Year's Eve is one. So you got to figure at the earliest if we get lucky March, January 20th, yeah. maybe 3 weeks after New Year's Eve would make sense. If we're to, lucky. They have to stop lying and saying that they have science behind this. Honestly. There, there's no you're not controlling this thing. You either shut down the entire country, martial like no airports, nothing. Shut everything down. Literally nothing. Or you can't just pick and choose what's going to be open or not. It, it literally makes zero sense. And I don't know why no one has thought of this or is telling them this. I can't quite figure out who's advising these guys. I think what happens is once you make a decision and you do something, it's very difficult to say that that decision was wrong. Sure, or no matter very, how stupid it is. Yeah. Because if you just if nothing's changed in terms sure. of the virus's impact and the ICU numbers, but yet you decide to open up restaurants again, yeah. that means you're admitting that you made a, a mistake. Sure. Well, well look at the, the numbers have skyrocketed. Yeah. We've been closed since November 25th. The numbers have continued to skyrocket. Yeah, there's almost 400,000 cases in the last seven days in... In LA. Well, I saw a chart, and they said that the the highest number they could attribute to restaurants at all was three percent. Okay, so, so correct. That's a perfect example. So if you're not going to a restaurant that's licensed and says, okay, you can have six people or less, and there's eight eight feet apart, and all all of the rules that we abide by, if you're not going to go to a restaurant, well, then you're going to have people over in your house, and they're not yeah. abiding by the rules. Right. No. Okay. And there's not six people, eight people. It's usually twelve people or fifteen people or twenty people. And look. We all know that the spread is coming from, you know, in-home dining. Yeah. Okay? A lot of it. People want to get together. We're social animals. We do not want to be isolated. You're not stopping families from getting together. And we're seeing it. We see orders come in for 30 people, 40 people at homes. Like, we can't, you know, like, how how is that okay? I don't know the numbers, but I know that we're doing it in larger pans and things like that. So I, 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 it's not my job to enforce that, and I try not to ask too many questions. And I'm all for it. I want people to have fun. At this point, it's just it's just, it's insane. I don't I don't see an end in sight the way it's going, especially in California. I see the end being people just mass exiting out of California. Sure, and they're they're already doing it. They're losing yeah. the soul of the state. And I'm born and raised LA. I I, I live and die for. It. I've I've 15 places there. I've you know I, I've never I have never left. And this is the first time I'm sad about the city and state that I'm from. I have a real fear of it never returning. Yeah. You know, I've said I said that yeah. to my friends back in May and they're like, You're out of your mind. I'm yeah. like, I'm telling you the foundation is eroding and there's no plan yeah. to keep it alive. There's no plan. All when 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 they have the comedy store shut down, they they literally wouldn't allow someone to be on stage inside right. and broadcast to people outside. They had tables outside. Yeah. They had these people set up outside. They let them have people outside and serve food and drinks, but they wouldn't let someone be inside on a stage right. and broadcast to a fucking screen outside. Right. Well, I, uh, it made no sense. Right, Zero. So I was talking to Jeff Ross, but last week, who is a, by the way, he'd be very impressed. You actually have water and coffee. He said. He said you will find nothing to eat or drink, and Joe should be embarrassed. And I'm. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, I don't know. He's, He's making that. that up. I don't know. I don't. He's just fat, and he needs food every five well, minutes. Uh, okay. Fuck I'm, you, Jeff. Okay, I'm part of the reason he's fat. So <laughs> easy on that. I'm friends uh, with Jeff. Uh, he knows I love him. 
and I love him too. So, so the the thing is, he was saying like at Saddle Ranch, which is right next door to the comedy store, they had outdoor dining in a parking lot, and they were abiding by all the rules. And the comedy store wanted to do the same thing, and they wanted to have a comic yes. 10, 15 feet away. They wouldn't allow d- it, and they wouldn't allow it. And no. you're like, I don't, I don't understand. There's no logic at all. There's yeah, no and, logic and you at go all. to it's stores, no and there's no, there's one clerk. There's no regulation of the 200 people in the store, all half mask on, have it bumping into each other. It, it, it's it's madness. Madness. Yeah. It's it's the so most... A restaurant can actually be controlled. Right. Yeah. I'm not even arguing for... I own a bunch of nightclubs and stuff. I'm not arguing for any of that. I think we'd be safe in that regard. I'm I'm, I'm all for the COVID safety of, of what you can actually control. But this is madness. But when you come here and you come to Austin and you go to a restaurant... Yeah. And you realize like, oh, you can actually eat at a restaurant here. Yeah. You can go inside yeah. and, and it's normal. Yeah, I felt alive again. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it was really weird. We had dinner last night and we were inside <laughs> yeah. and I was like looking around going, This yeah. is this is so bizarre. Felt like I was doing something wrong. I've taken friends to dinner that have not left LA and they've come here to visit and I've taken them to dinner and they have this look in their face like they're like they're like yeah. like someone gonna come take us away? <laughs> like they're cutting their food up, like like no. they're Willy Wonka. I, I really think these health inspectors, I feel like I'm in like I now know what like prohibition era it was. Yes. Speakeasy life, real similar. I mean, it's I, I literally thing. am afraid. I'm like going out the back door when I see a health inspector. I don't know what is going on here. Well, it's the same logic. When someone has the the ability to yeah. tell people what to do, yeah. then they feel like they have some sort of a right to do that, and they they enforce these these rules yeah. that don't make any sense, yeah. but they feel like they're right because it's written somewhere. And this it, is the problem with human beings when it comes to power. Power is very intoxicating for people. And when you have some sort of a situation like this, where you have this pandemic, where you can semi-justify yeah. the wielding of this power, people will do it with impunity. And that's what you're seeing right now. And I will say, like he said earlier, a, a majority of, of what this is, a voice for the employees, 100%. But also independent restaurant operators, you know, from small to big, you know, majority of independent restaurant owner operators are family owned. There's, there's you know, five person families eating off of, you know, there are one restaurant establishment they own, two restaurant establishments they own. They're scared to speak out. One, two, if they get a, if they want to speak out, there's no one, there's there's no outlet, there's no one to talk to, and I think that's this su- suppression uh, is what's the strange situation that I see. Well, there's also a, a very clear blowback. Like you're saying, you're getting clear blowback. In- inspected every night. Yeah, that should be criminal. It should be. Do, that sh- that's an abuse of power, yep. and you're clearly not doing this because you think someone's well, wh- doing something the, wrong. 100%. Right. One of the things they... they and the guy know, felt bad. He said, I don't know. I have to do this. They keep talking about is the fact that um, the reason they shut down all of the restaurants was because they couldn't uh, inspect twenty to 30,000 restaurants on a regular basis because they just didn't have the manpower. Yet they're at his place five, six nights in a row. Exactly. So it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like... That's so fucking dirty. That's corruption. I know that it is. is. That is corruption. And I think defined. they th- I think they think it was going to stop me or have me be scared. It's the opposite. I have nothing to hide. I have no skeletons in my closet. I don't care. I, I they need to be called out. I this can't happen to, you know, I got I got into this business out of love and I and I still love it, you know. And and this this has this whole scenario has made me be like, should we move everything to places that that want us? You know, Dallas and Austin and Miami. I mean, that's that's how sad it is in in LA and California. They're gonna lose people that that are at the top of their game in our industry, and clearly in other industries, as we've seen the exodus from all the other titans that are that are in other industries. 
why? For what? Well, that's how people feel about comedy clubs as well. It's the same sort of, of environment. Like people from, I've gotten phone calls from every major comedy club owner in this country trying to figure out how to open up in Austin. Yeah. Because they're but, like, we got to get out of LA. But we think about to. it. We're, we're two people and we represent, like I said, we're on a chain of about 40 people and we all feel the same way. Nobody's a denier. Nobody's saying there isn't yeah. an issue. And we're all rule followers. We're, we're all willing to do whatever we can do to make sure that people feel safe, that the county's involved, the city's involved, and the state's involved. And yet, there is no answer we can give them to where they say, okay, that makes sense. Let's try it. Well, I think it's because they're not being held accountable. There's right. there's no way right. you can hold them accountable. There's nothing you can do. Nothing it's, you can do. It's not like, you know, this is a democratic society, right? But it's not... Not with everything. You don't get to vote on whether or not you're allowing outdoor dining. It's not like you can present right. evidence to the people. Like, this is this is why it's safe. This is what we're going to do. And then you allow people well, to they, vote. They no, would no, overwhelmingly but here's vote. Here's the thing. They were voting with their feet. Because yes, they were when going. we were opening and we were open with outdoor, we were packed. Yeah. Right? To the uh, to the packed. to the limits that we In were supposed way. to be. Yeah. Okay? Not way. like, it, yes. it wasn't like insane. <laughs> right. So, yes, they were voting. So and 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 here's the thing, besides the employees that are just like heartbroken and they don't know where to go or what to do, a lot of us are feeling separated. We're all scared. It's a really weird time. The one thing we do to, in common is eat, and we normally do it in a social environment. Yeah. Whether it's small, four or five or six, or it's bigger, it's the one thing that kind of makes us feel normal. And what I think we're realizing through this whole time is that we are social animals. We spend so much time on our technology and our devices that kind of pull us apart. This this time over the last eight or nine months has realized how much we actually need each other and how much we get from each other. What's it like being in a comedy club with 400 people and hearing people laugh and doing it together? That's a big difference than sitting in your home by yourself and being isolated and worried about a disease and, 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 and just freaking out about your kids and your family and should I do this or should I do that or how am I going to pay for this or how am I going to keep my employees or how am I going to keep my business afloat? Like th th the stress is almost worse than the actual disease. Yeah, well, that's the case with a lot of people. The suicides are up, drug addictions are up. Yeah, mental health is yes. through the roof. Yeah, through the roof. Yeah, there's a lot of issues. And there's vodka in this, by the way. There's okay. vodka in that? No. Oh. Well, you can have some if you want. We have booze here. But the... Unwillingness to course correct is the, one of the most disturbing things about this. Like the the, the understanding yeah. that this is deteriorating these businesses, destroying small businesses, destroying restaurants, destroying bars, destroying comedy clubs, and no willingness to course correct or make some sort of uh, uh, like find some sort of middle ground. And LA LA is being impacted hugely. But think about the restaurant scene in New York. I oh mean, it's it's thirty degrees there yeah. and it's snowing, and they're, they're going outside. But at least they can go outside. They, they're How about that? still allowing outdoor dining. Yeah. yeah. But at New York is allowing outdoor dining. They are. Which is fucking bananas. Like, why is in L.A.? What, what, Explain that to me. I think back when this all started, we all, when everyone thought this was like the Black Plague and this yeah. is the worst thing ever, everyone understood shutting everything down. I think now that we've seen what, what's going on, I, I don't see why they can't correct it and say, you know, there's a safe way to do this. Yeah. Well, not only that, the disease like, itself because it's not what we thought it was going to be, Correct. particularly when you look at the deaths now, the deaths are way down low. Yeah. The people that I know that have gotten it, like including Jamie, Jamie kicked it in a day. Yeah. This I, is I, not something to destroy our entire economy for. I had it, and, and uh, the same way. I'm not, but it affects everyone different. We're uh, 100%. It's, it's definitely something to be safe about. 
with that said, is there a way to have there be safe outdoor dining like we've seen everywhere else? Yes. And that, but, but there's, that is a, the there's issue. a fundamental failure of leadership because all they're looking at is how to shut things down. There's been no emphasis whatsoever on improving people's health. No, correct. No but, emphasis but, but, whatsoever on okay, vitamin supplementation, correct. improving your immune That's system. Right. Zero. Because it's Zero all discussion of that. It, it's all power. Yeah. So okay. So if if the argument is we're really trying to fight the disease and we're trying to lower. The incidence of transmission. Flatten the curve. Okay, flatten the curve. Then you take the <laughs> then you take the, the, the places where it's happening the most, and you get rid of those. You but don't, you can't. But you don't Ow. get rid of a restaurant yeah. business where right. what is it? One point four percent transmission rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the latest figure. Well, I, I think heard. what you're saying is very important that you guys are independent and you don't have lobbyists because it seems to show the it, it highlights oh. the real inefficiencies of this system or the, 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 the real flaws of this system. All you yeah, have to I do mean, is look at Chipotle's numbers. Look at Chipotle's numbers. They're through the roof. Yeah, and God, by the way, God bless them. I'm and happy. I, by the way, I'm a fan. I uh, like the food. I, I'm yeah. happy for it, but the, but, but the issue is, is exactly that. Every, everyone, miraculously, groups that have lobbyists are going fine. All filming is going, by the way. Well, you've seen that video, I'm sure, of the woman who has the outdoor dining area yes. that's across right. yes. the fucking parking yeah. lot. From that, She's getting shut down, and they're setting up yeah. these dining areas, these outdoor dining areas for motion pictures. Yeah. Okay, so I said, I said, okay. It's insane. I, I it's understand. Insane. It's unfair. The film, the film crew is being she's tested, and that's why they're together. She's suing Newsom. Yeah. Newsom sued by restaurant over, yeah. over California coronavirus. Right. Yeah. Okay. But so here's he just clearly her. doesn't care, though. Here's I the gray area. Yeah. Why, don't, why didn't they hire her to cater the event that was happening 20 feet from her place yeah, yeah. that way she makes a couple of bucks yeah. and you're kind of you're kind of like striking a balance well they probably have some sort of union deal in, in terms of catering well, i guarantee he, he the amount of uh the required amount of recall numbers to recall newsom is going to happen and nothing's going to happen to him that's how rigged i think everything is well, they did. They recalled Gray in two. Was it two thousand three when Schwarzenegger became the governor? Yes. I mean, it can happen, and if things keep deteriorating, it can happen. People have lost all faith in him after that French Laundry incident. The French Laundry thing. I think people are laughing about it, and it's it's funny, but it's also that's he just got caught doing that one time. How many? Yeah. How many yeah. other times? We all know his wineries open. Miraculously, yeah. wineries are an exception to restaurants. And well, in his county, in the area where his winery is, sure, it's open. Yeah. Sure, how's how's that fair? Yeah, it you know, make any sense. I mean, it just it makes no sense. Well, but they're gonna they're gonna say that that the transmission rates and the the, the incidence of infections there are low. Yeah, right. So, sure, well, that's what he tried to say about the French Laundry that it's a, a low impact. He also area. said he was outside of French Laundry. But there's a fucking chandelier. <laughs> Clearly, there's a chandelier. Outside above side. means stars <laughs> above your head. That's what outside means. Outside doesn't yeah. mean a. Yeah. Fucking chandelier. Yeah, that's a roof, bro. No, that's a roof. That's that's not outside. Mirrors on the wall. We yeah. see we see it all, buddy. Yeah. Sliding glass door. Yeah. That's inside. Yeah. Look like a nice dinner though. Yeah. Look look great. Yeah. <laughs> look great. Listen, I, I don't fault him for eating dinner in Neither a restaurant. Neither do I. I fault him for telling everybody else to not eat dinner yeah. and to be safe and to yeah. not do anything and to put your fucking mask on in between bites of food. At home. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, he didn't have a mask on at all. They're sitting right next to everybody. It's bananas. No. Yeah. The whole thing is bananas. Yeah, completely carefree. I love the fact that it's not even helping them. Like, 
with Garcetti, Black Lives Matters at his house 22 days in a row protesting. Right. He couldn't have yeah. tried to be more progressive. Right. It wouldn't be possible. He's bend the knee at every single chance he could. And they're yeah. like, fuck you. We don't want you. Get <laughs> yeah. out. Because he's Defund got no the backbone. Police. He doesn't stand yeah. for anything. Well, he's just, he just... Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I just think the whole thing's re- being run by uh, academics that don't really have any real world experience. I don't Nor know do they it's want academics. I don't yeah. believe it's academics. I think it's bureaucrats. I think when, by the Remember, time they get bureaucrats yeah. is the key. With with no with a complete lack of any, they have no desire to understand any. Well, aspect. but I think the, no okay. About, so the bureaucrats are are being are be giving their knowledge by the academics that have no real world experience. Yeah, I don't even think they're getting knowledge from the academics. I don't. Really? I, don't I think they're just looking at statistics and they're making arbitrary decisions. Yeah. And I think, here's the problem. There's no real consequences. I think if their income was directly related to the amount yeah. of income of their county yeah. or of their city. They're all that, getting yeah. their paychecks. The, the yes. board of supervisors yes. that voted to shut down yeah. dining are all getting yes. their, yeah. their exactly. paychecks. By the way, good example. Supervisor Cool right. is the single-handedly the one that actually put the nail in the coffin for the shutdown. What does she do right after? She goes to a restaurant yeah. for lunch. Literally. Literally ate out the day she made the decision she and said out to it, a restaurant. The most dangerous thing you can do <laughs> is eat and, at a restaurant and then went and ate at a restaurant. Did she? Well, that's what's so bizarre about this. With what happened with Burks, like she resigned now. She 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 yeah. told people. She just, I think she's going to help with the Biden transition and then. Whatever is but, that? What yeah. she's doing? I thought she quit. I thought she just yeah, stepped too. down completely. Yeah. I think she stepped down completely because the blowback's been pretty substantial. Yeah. Told people not to go anywhere. Don't do anything. Yeah. Don't go see your family members. Then went to go see your family members. Yeah. It's across the board. They're all doing it. They all say, "Do as I say, not as I do." Yeah. How does that make sense? Fucking bananas. It's 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 this is really clown world. Yeah. And it's like and watching again, this happen. The the people that are paying the price are the people that can least afford yes. to pay the price. Yes. And yes. that is the people that are lowest on the rung, the dishwashers, the busboys, the waiters and 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 buying okay. yeah. retirement after yeah. Biden tra- What day yeah. is this? Yeah. This today? Yeah, yeah. retirement. Okay. Yeah, eyeing it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> it's like Garcetti came out saying that he, LA needs him so he's choosing to not go to the White House. Sure, oh, buddy. that's hilarious. Yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. They're protesting outside of your house. L- LA will pay you to be gone, row. dude. Yeah, that, that is a very unpopular mayor. And uh, just a weird, weirdly incompetent person. Yeah. Like the way he communicates Completely. is incompetent. It's just, it, well, no just... one relates to that. The, no. Even the way he communicates is like, it makes you realize what a fucking low talent pool it is yeah, it's, uh, in terms of like the people that want to be mayor of LA. Oh yeah. It made me sad. I'm like, uh, it makes me want to run. I just don't <laughs> want to get involved run. in that. <laughs> you know well, I mean? It's like, that is the issue. Yeah. It's, it's like, this is who we have. Yes. That's our leaders. This is our only option. I never gave any consideration at all as to who the mayor was. I yeah. never thought about it. I just yeah. like, Oh, the mayor, what's his name? Garcetti. Yeah. Right. Going to the store. See ya. Going to this restaurant, going to Felix. I, I've never 100%. thought like, it's so important yeah. that, that you, you, you have to like scrutinize every potential decision they could make because if something goes wrong, if the shit hits the fan like it has, those people, these fucking incompetent morons right. that don't have – there's no consequence whatsoever for their poor decision-making. Right. The, the only consequence is they might get voted out in a few years. That's it. But, but and they don't care. But, but here's the funny thing. It's like the city of West Hollywood, everybody on – you know from the mayor on down – 
they're not in favor of this, right. and they want our restaurants the city open. City of West Hollywood has been excellent for the comedy store as well. They're okay. fantastic. Yeah. They been, just have no. They don't have the power. Yes, they don't have. The power. And, and the city of Beverly Hills has voted. Uh, you know, they voted against shutting all this down. But right. They just don't have the power because they are run by right. the you know county health. Yeah, I think that's the issue: is the abuse of power. You said earlier. It's like to me. You know, it's uh, th because it's affected our personal industry so much. It's been eye-opening on the the local politics. Uh, you know, up to state, basically. And I think that's the bigger picture: is the fact that this can actually happen. It could happen to any industry. It could happen to anyone if they if they they can flex this power when they need to. Yeah, and I think it's. I really do think it's a small amount of people that are responsible for this. I really do. I think it's a I small amount of people that have made poor decisions from the beginning. Yeah. But decisions in the beginning that probably they thought were good decisions that we all would have agreed to because we did think this was going to be the plague. We thought this was going to wipe out a giant percentage of our population. It turned out to not be that. Right. But there's been no course correction, and these people have dug their heels in, and now they're exercising this newfound power that never existed before. The mayor's never had the ability to shut down entire industries the, the governor's never I, had the, the kind of ability that they have now to decide who goes to school and who doesn't i i frankly don't even know how it's legal now it's it's probably not i mean they, but, they, they, can, they can keep citing public health but i'm not sure what the threshold is for it to be legal for them to to actually shut down well you would think like if you're gonna cite public health you would need a mountain of data to support your position well, that's, that's what you i don't make this life-changing decision so yeah. so the county single-handedly decided to shut down restaurants they said they had all this data they went to court the judge said show us the data they came back with nothing right okay they lost they're because now they showed data that was from no there was no data dining. they showed indoor no, one piece they got caught yeah they, they, it was indoor dining they got caught doing that so yes one okay. piece but it was indoor and now they're appealing the ruling using an outside law firm that right. doesn't even work for the city but why would they appeal the ruling because they don't want because to of what you said is they're not going to admit the yeah the, because the wrong. if they admit yeah. that they're wrong then they they could be held responsible if someone sues them if all the restaurants got together and sued them for the lost wages and sure. for destroying an industry, it would be devastating. And the only way they can stay afloat is if they maintain this position that they're doing it to help people. And, sure. then, and then they said, you know, the, the, the big thing John and I hear, and, and, and yes, it does help a little bit, but at least we left you with, you know, uh, food to go and delivery. That does not Jesus help. Christ. That so, is complete BS. But that's a lack God, of understanding God bless Craig for making money on it. You, don't, you do not make money on delivery and to go. It's right. a lack of understanding of Completely. the business. Yeah. Well, it's also a lack of understanding of the margins that a business operates on when it's a yeah. restaurant, even if you're full yeah. every night. Right. Yeah. So so if you... If but, you you look but at it, the delivery services win. The, oh, Postmates and DoorDash yeah, are winning. Yeah, so so well. if you look at it, you've got 30% food cost. You've got 30% labor yeah. cost. You've got 20% for rent, utilities, incidentals, insurance, all that other stuff. So at, at, at best, with no mistakes and everybody doing everything perfect and the refrigerator not breaking or the plumbing not breaking or any of that stuff not happening, you might be at 15, 12% profit rate. Right. Yeah. But then maybe Postmates, DoorDash, they come in and they take their piece. 18%. So you're losing on a good night. Yeah. There's you're no just, shot. At, you're there's just, no shot of making money. You're just kind of stemming the bleeding. So Postmates takes 18 percent, and you need 15 percent. Like you, if you're if you're at full capacity, you you're getting 15 percent profit, and then Postmates takes 18, so you're losing three. At least, at least, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. that's why we, we uh, this this last round. I mean, God bless Christ. We we stopped everything except for one of our our barbecue, our slab place. Everything else, we've just 
stopped and just going to wait to to reopen whenever that is whenever whenever dictator newsom allows it you know it's just there's no point to there's no point to fight this see uh, he's to, right and you're you're no, defending yeah, stop the guy. being scared no, no it's not about scared it's you are like scared. syndrome no you are. it's not what's he gonna do he arrest you no i actually, actually he may do that to me I, no i actually <laughs> you move out of la he won't have shit on you. i like the guy and i, I just have I, there's something inside me that's like hoping that they're doing it yeah. for like you know what oh, yeah stop. you're I, out of your mind that's why you're here bro yeah well you are out of your mind i know i'm out of my mind so so you're just a good guy yeah the, the, Good for you for being so loyal to a friend uh, that's I, fucking stabbing you in the back with a poison knife. Okay. All right. It's true, though. It's, <laughs> it's true. Uh, what were we talking if about? If he makes a reservation at Craig's, are you having him eat there? Honestly. Gavin? Yes. Ga- are you first name basis now? I got you. <laughs> Bro, there, someone's going to nuke your building. <laughs> I'll put it this way. I won't allow the reservation for you. Okay. I'll put a stop to uh, that. You're going to put a stop to that? Here's the okay. thing about that guy. The people that know him say he's a very nice guy. He sure actually he is. is a really nice guy. And I actually probably do a fun guy think too. he thinks he's doing the right thing. He's doing the wrong thing. No, but I think it's thinks power he hungry. Thinks but why do I think, think he, he thinks he's going to be president. I think he thinks he's going to be president And I think he thinks well. we're all f- idiots and don't don't see through oh. that. Well, he's hired a crisis management firm to try yeah. to deal with what's happened, the blowback from the French laundry incident. I don't know if he'll be able to get over that because he handled it so poorly. You know what he should have come out and said? Yeah, I like eating out too. Actually, I messed up in that regard. You know, like there's a whole statement of like, I should have, uh, if I had known so many people, I should have stood up, stood up, and let's shut up and like, gone home. But I up. didn't. I just fucking clown. partied. I ate just a thousand dollar meal. It was great. Yeah. No, listen, you can't defend hypocrisy. No, you can't. There's nothing he could have said. What it is is it shows you the type of person that wants to be a politician in the first place. Yeah. The type of person that wants to control people. It also shows you how bad people want to be at social gatherings. Yes. I don't blame him. It's his friend's 50th birthday. Go. Yes, yes. but even <laughs> the lie of it the being lies. outdoors. Oh, yeah. The lie that's, was so deep. That's... You think there are no pictures? He didn't think there were pictures. No, no. That's the, the point. The Someone thing, took a picture from the outside. The, the literally, the thing that drives me crazy is Sheila Cool going to dinner on the right. very day yeah. right after. she voted did to you, close them. Yes. Did you hear her excuse? What'd she say? She tried to say it's her favorite restaurant, and she wanted to go tell them how sad she feels. Claims she didn't eat. Pictures of her actually eating. Oh. Meanwhile, no explanation to the staff, by the way. All a lie. Meanwhile, a couple days later, she gave an interview as to why she voted no, and she re- she said she read all the scientific data that was given to her. Yeah. There wasn't any. Yeah. Oh, God. It's dirty yeah, people. That's, well, that's how who we're being led by. How? How is there no consequences for that? This is what I don't understand. Well, because people, you know, I don't know if they pay attention. We to need, the voting. We, yeah, we need more, more like you to raise you. I think, I, I think, I don't live there anymore. It's I know, easy. but the, yeah, but you have a, you have a plat. We need people to actually be outspoken about it because the only way to do it is, is there. They have a fear of, of bad press, of bad, of bad, uh, even word of mouth. Essentially, right now, everyone is being suppressed no we, one's anything. from the beginning once w- they realized what the actual disease was that it wasn't as dangerous as we thought it was still dangerous still we need to be precautious 100 percent. but they should have made an adjustment and protected the vulnerable people right they should have focused on isolating the vulnerable people protecting the vulnerable yeah. people shielding them from contact and from from infection that's what should have been done yep. and we should have opened everything else up yeah i mean look I, at the end of the day there are people sick and there are people dying and you know i i lost a really good friend and a mentor the bartender at dantana's uh, yep. mike passed away from covid 
early back in March and April. So it's hit me personally. That's why I'm not a denier. That's why I'm not saying that there isn't an issue to be dealt with. But well, is there? Anybody saying but that. is but well, that's the whole point. So here, here's the point: if if you make a case for yeah. opening up restaurants, you're an idiot. You're a denier. Right. You don't understand the severity of the issue. Right. Instead of saying, "Isn't there a gray area somewhere here? Isn't there a way of doing this smartly? Why aren't we investing the billions of dollars we're losing in tax money into testing efficiently, so that these venues can open?" Yeah, well, I think there, ha there has to be a consideration for the negative impact on these businesses and the the health consequences of people being out of work and the mental health consequences, the yeah. drug addiction, all the things that go along with it. You can't just look at the, the impact of the numbers. You have to look at the impact on the community. Right. You have to look at the impact of the what's the long-term health of the culture. Like you're destroying this an immense part of the city. Going out to dinner is a huge part of, of people's social life. They like, what do you want to do? Let's 100%. go to a restaurant. People love it. It's probably one of the number one things that people like to do. Get together with some friends. Yeah. Have some wine. Have some food. By the way, it was about the only thing you could do in, you know, it was it July, August, September, October? It was about Outdoors. the only yeah. freedom you had is yeah. to get together with your friends and go out to dinner. It was about the only thing that was normal in yeah. your life. Yeah. I mean, you've got to miss all your comedy friends living down here in Austin. You've got to miss all your community back in L.A. A lot of them are moving They're all here. coming. Yeah, they're I don't blame coming. them. It's well, like everybody's I would keep trying a few to figure out. a way out. <laughs> I keep sagging out. Oh, I would keep... Oh, Dice? I want Dice to move here. I want Dice to move. I, I, I love Dice. I want to see him walk around with sweatpants. Dice and I are, <laughs> Dice and I are brothers. <laughs> I know you told me. We did. Like, you were telling me the story. Tell tell the whole thing. Uh, okay, so so for a while, I was an actor for a while, and, and Dice and I, he was nice enough to get me uh, a, a role in a movie. Um, you know, everybody says, dude, I'm going to hook you up. Nobody ever does. Right. But Dice did. Which one? Was it Ford uh, Fairlane? Uh, <laughs> it was with... Uh, God, Don the Dragon Wilson was the lead. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, this, that's how that's how big a movie this was. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, there it is, oh, right there. Oh. Whatever it takes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Wow. Right. Wow. So Dice and I, uh, we we do the movie. He's at dinner with his parents, and he says, "I don't, I don't have your name in my phone." And I'm like, "Susser, S U S S E R." He goes, "What kind of fucked up last name is that?" So he he puts it in his <laughs> phone, and he and right then his mom's like head jerked up, and she goes, "Susser." Uh, you know an Al? And I go, yeah. Why? She goes, how well do you know him? I go, I know him pretty well. She goes, you know he's got a tattoo? I go, yeah. She goes, what's the tattoo? I said, it's a heart. She goes, what's in the middle of the heart? I said, a name. She goes, what's the name? I said, Jackie. She goes, I'm Jackie. <laughs> my dad. That's insane. My, no, it's insane. <laughs> 3,000 miles away and 40 years later, my dad was dating her, got called up in Korea, Figured he was a paratrooper. We figured he wasn't making it back. Did seven jumps in Korea. Wow. Uh, and comes back, meets my mom, three weeks, gets married, never sees Jackie again. Oh, I thought maybe wow. you were Dice's brother or something. So Almost. that's why that's why Dice calls Pretty me his sick. little brother. Wow. Oh, it's not, but by the way, that's also why my dad said, don't ever get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> But still, you didn't have a tattoo. But if you're, if he didn't have the tattoo, you yeah. wouldn't have the story. Yeah, that's and he a wouldn't good point. find nah, the connection. Dice There's no great. way. It would have probably taken a long time yeah. for you to figure out. That's a movie, the, by the, the way. Connect. No, and I remember back in the old, like when I started at Dantana's. I mean, that was the Sam Kennison era. I mean, yeah, like, you that's tell me when, that too. That's like that's when like it was bonkers. Like, I missed that late eighties, early nineties, and he was on fire. Yeah, he was an animal. 
Yeah. He was, uh, by the way, he the way he lived on stage is the way he lived in real life. They fixed a bullet hole in this. I was furious because they, I, I went there. They, you know, they cleaned up the comedy store when everything yeah. was booming over the last few years and it was yeah, yeah, killing yeah. it. They fixed the back sign because it was cracked and there was a bullet hole in it. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> that was Sam Kinison's bullet hole. That's Sam crazy. and Dice got in some sort of an argument. So Sam shows up, pulls out a gun, and shoots a hole through the fucking sign. And to this day, the bullet hole in the back is there, but they fixed the crack sign. Oh. I'm like, why would you fix that? Yeah, that's, that's awful. Sam that's Kinison's history. bullet hole. No, I know. But, but that's how wild that place was. Yeah. He was pulling out guns and shooting signs yeah. in West Hollywood in the Love parking lot. My only hope, right? My only thing right now to stay positive is that whenever this comes back, is it's going to be. Off the charts again. It's going to be Roar, nuts. Roaring yeah. 20s it, it will be the roaring 20s Let's of, hope. of the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. I no, think it will be. It's just it's just like, what's going to be, when does it switch over? Is it the vaccine? Is it people uh, uh, relaxing a little bit? Is it is it more testing? Like, you don't hear much about Singapore, Thailand. Like, they've got it under control. Well, New Zealand has it the most under control. But obviously, they're an isolated island. But yeah. I have friends in New Zealand. They've stopped travel. They're fucking partying. I yeah. mean, they, they have no masks on. They're going yeah. to restaurants. They have no cases. They, yeah. they're, they, they've done the best. But they've also, they live in an island. And there's only 4 million plus people. Right. The Are they allowing travel to and from? I don't yeah. believe so. And I, I think if you do go, there are very strict quarantines. There's a girl who just got arrested. She's a teenager. She violated the restrictions yep. in the Cayman Islands. And she's going to jail for four months. Yeah, it's, it's insane. They have a 14-day very strict quarantine and she went out and they're like fuck you I, I firmly believe at this point it's not a controllable thing you're talking about a, a virus situation i think the i think the goal should be as much testing as much safeguards as possible i don't think you can just shut treatment, the world down treatment Tre and treatment. then concentrating it's, on immune response and health there are georgia college student who broke cayman islands quarantine received what does that say reduce sentence well, 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 go I'm going to go bail so her out. And let's go, it up. let's go get her out. But you had it. You... I, I can't oh, uncover it and add cover it I did not do that. Oh. Wow. She got a reduced sentence. What's yeah. the reduced sentence? Two months. two months. Four months to two months. Okay. Still, 60 days. Well, that's... We that's... should offer her a job when we reopen. I want to go break her out. I feel bad for her. <sighs> I don't. That's crazy. I mean, though. look, I don't think she'd go to jail, but yeah, it's crazy. they should scare the shit out of her. Like, yeah. you can't just go out. Like, what if she got it? Well, she spreads it to this this community that doesn't have it. They've got a quarantine rule. They do. Follow yeah. the fucking rule. No, if you here, want to go to the Cayman Islands, it's 14 days. But, but here was the rule. We knew that flying down here, we were going to see you. We were going to get tested first, and then we were coming in here. We agreed to it. We're, it, you have to agree to certain common yeah. sense. You know, like, if the if the county came back and said, listen, We've kind of rethought it. Why don't we reopen it like 40% social distancing, distance the tables, have shields, and let's see where we go. We would all be in. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, it's just one of those things where I just don't think they're going to do anything logical and sensible at this point. I think I they're in defensive mode, and I think they're, they're realizing that there's so many people that are upset with them. And the only thing that they have over them is to maintain this power right. and to keep their rule. Well, here, let me let me. That's like, sadly true. This is even more bizarre. So we we started doing some direct deliveries to to not only cut out Postmates and DoorDash and the percentage, but also people actually enjoy seeing our servers deliver their food. Oh, sure. And it's Especially. a moment. It's a moment in their day that's right. like something normal. Of it's the food that they like, and it's a person that they know. So yeah. they've been leaving 
um, some extra big gratuities to take care of the staff during this time because it's Christmas and everybody knows that it's that it's hurting. So, so restaurants have a really big impact on people's lives, and and I think that that's hit home more for me than anything. And then people are always asking, uh, I think they're asking John as well, is like, what can we do to help you while things are? As, yeah. And I'm like, order food, order wine, right. order T-shirts. Order Craig's vegan ice cream. Order any of the products that people have, and keep the restaurants alive until we can get past this moment and get back to operating. Because, I, I, as far as I know, I think seventy to seventy-five percent of all the restaurants have already closed. Yeah, and I'm not sure how many Is are coming it really back. Really, that much? Yeah, yeah. yeah. seventy to seventy-five percent. Yeah, and I really don't know who's come. I, I I think there's going to be very low comeback rate. Jamie, what is it like in Columbus? Uh, San- closed day of a 10 p.m. curfew. It's like what we were talking about earlier. It's it's bo- boring, yeah. not good. No one likes it. Everyone's you, you know what's 10 p.m. curfew, but do they have indoor dining? I can't confirm that. I don't think so. I, when I was there in July, yes. I don't know about now. Florida's wide open. Florida, Florida's crazy. You Florida's can do a fucking indoor. arena there. It's insane. Yeah, uh, they don't give a shit. They don't care. But what are their cases like? Lower than uh, lower than California. What? Yeah. But, really? Yeah, but they, I mean, look, they have 24, 25 million people. Florida, California's 39, 40 million people. That's not that big of a difference. I agree. I mean, I it, agree, but, but they have, they have, a, they have a lower case situation. Now, it's run through Florida. You know, they, they had, they had it, they were hit month, months ago. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit skewed. But I think that's kind of my point is that I, I don't think you can man made, I don't think you can just control it. I think you stop this thing. You well, have to just do a minute. Right. Well, there's a there's a Dutch study um, that just came out that said that the more you close, the more you force people yeah, together people. Yes. in unsafe areas. Yeah. Alex Berenson, who was on the podcast yesterday, yeah. used to write for the New York Times. That's yeah. his argument, and he's he's pointing out all the instances of places like California that have had the most strict lockdowns, but have the worst numbers. Oh yeah, They're like you're you're literally forcing people into the worst environment possible Correct. to keep the spread of the virus down. You're right. forcing them together. Yeah. Right. And you're like that. That's a smart analysis. I don't know why that isn't more out there in our. You know what I mean? Like no one wants to be objective about this. Everybody right. has an opinion. They right. start with it and then they dig their heels in. Yeah. Well, and they it, don't. I would say I'd be the first one to say, look, of of all the draconian measures that California has taken, if it had knocked down the number of infections, I'd have been okay. Oh, yeah. I'm wrong. A hundred percent. I'm an idiot. You were right. right. I'm sorry. Okay, it was worth it. A hundred percent. But it hasn't. The numbers are exploding, and we're locked out. Off, off yeah. the charts. Off the charts. Yeah, and it, it, that's proof in itself. Is inverse of what they expected. Yeah. Well, you're also getting people that are drinking more. Sure. Because they're depressed, and if you're drinking more, your immune system gets shattered. There's so many different things that are doing that yeah. are. They, it seems like on paper it should work. Yep. But it doesn't, and they didn't course correct. No, 100%. and then we're being forced. Not only are we out of business, we're, we were forced to spend a lot of money. You know, Correct. through all of these different measures. Yep. So, not only we weren't we making the regular revenue that we were making, spending. we were then spending money that we were supposed to spend. Then we were cut in half. Then there was a curfew, and now it's just like how about how about no one's talking about there's no plan to reopen. No, there's we. <laughs> by the way, I get city officials calling me <laughs> yeah. asking me if I've heard anything. What? 
Don't want to know if I'm hearing anything in the From wind. who? Because you're friends with Gavin? Can you call Gavin <laughs> What's up? with the first name basis thing? Call him up. I, can't, I don't even have his email. You're about to, <laughs> yeah, you're about to call him by a nickname. No. Good old G. Stop it. If you see him, does he say, hello, Craig? Does he, you shake your hand? I'm just not does making see, it personal. Be honest. Is he ordered some vegan ice cream? Is that why? Yeah, that's I'm just not making it personal. You guys are making it personal. Does he say, hi, Craig? Like, if I see you, I'm going to say hi, Craig. This is a good question. I haven't actually asked. Like, if you say, if someone says, are you friends with Joe Rogan? You could say, yeah. I'm your friend. I'm your if you friend. see me, if you saw me walking by the street in two days, would you stop and go? Oh, yes, hey, Greg. Yeah, I think yes, you would. One hundred percent, just like good old G would to you. <laughs> oh, no, now he's first G. of all, <laughs> Jeff Ross has spoken so highly of you. I love for Jeff. so long. Yeah. We've, been, we've been friends for. 25, 30 years. And everybody loves your place. Like, yeah. your place is one of yeah. the most beloved restaurants in LA, yeah. for it's, sure. It's home for a lot of yeah. people. It's it is. The, it's, that whole, it's that whole vibe is what I'm talking about. It's, it's we live in a crazy world, even in normal times. Yeah. So to get together, to have a good time, somebody may sit down and across the way is somebody that they know and it's a party. It's like a cheers. And it's fun and it's personal and it's all that good stuff. And guess what? We've all risen through the ranks together. Well, it's also, it trickles down from the top. Like, you've sort of, you've developed this environment where you have this friendly, family, like, right. fun environment. Well, that's one of the reasons why we it. didn't let anybody go during COVID. We've let the busboys on furlough and the, and the bartenders, but we've kept everybody else. So. Austin, Travis County moves to stage five COVID-19 restrictions just ahead of Christmas. What does that mean? Just announced this. Wow! Just today, yeah, breaking. Like, with like so, does that mean that, ago. So, does that mean like they restaurants move to ninety percent capacity? They might not allow people in them. They're saying contactless. Really? They're suggesting contactless delivery only. Maybe Newsom is here. They're not. They're not forcing them to shut down. So I was just trying to read so I can explain yeah. it to you quickly. But I feel like, See, I feel like the California officials came here. No, yeah. I, 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 actually, I actually think that the thought process is is like let's let's, away. <laughs> let's knock this down for Christmas and New Year's, and let's just see if we can slide. Sure, by. I just don't think that that's the way to knock See, it down. Yeah, Austinites I, are advised to avoid all gatherings with anyone outside the household and avoid in-person dining and shopping. Businesses, including retail and restaurants, are recommended to only operate through contactless operations such as delivery, curbside service. They may have a curfew. Mm, dun, 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 look at that guy. Paranoid. No, yeah. Knows it's coming. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. They're going to fucking, they're going to hate me. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they really know how to stop the contact, particularly when it comes to the, the holidays. Of course they don't. I just don't think they know. Yeah, and, and they I don't want to admit that. Is, they're throwing... Uh, Janet, Janet Zuccarini from uh, Felix said, yeah. said, I think they're throwing a bunch of shit against the wall and hoping it sticks. Right. Well, what did Alex say yesterday? What was it, what was his advice? What, what, what would he do if he... He said the power? lockdowns are the, literally the worst thing we could do. It's terrible for children. Not Children not being in school is devastating for them socially. It's devastating for their emotional growth. He's like, this is devastating for the economy. You can't... You have to take into consideration all the impacts. You can't just think about the health consequences right. or the, the spread of the virus. You got to think about the health consequences from people doing drugs, being uh, depressed, suicides are way up. Yeah. There's a lot of factors here. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he, he actually made an argument that masks aren't effective. Yeah. He's like, they're just not. Yeah. It's like, it's, if you have one of those like serious N95 fully sealed on your face. Yeah. He goes, but people ran bandanas. Right. It's like, that's not stopping the spread of anything. Right. You know, yeah. but, it keeps people from thinking you're an asshole. That's sure. the best thing about a mask. Sure. Like, oh, that guy's got a mask. Yeah. He's trying to do the right thing. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I'm a like I said, we're both rational human beings. Like, tell us what to do. Tell us how to do it, and and we're we're gonna do it. Yeah. And and the problem is, w we go through all of these exercises at ex 
I mean, the expense is enormous, and it's yeah. not helping. Yeah, that's what's so. Yeah, we've uh, essentially rebuilt restaurants outdoor. Our, our own yeah. restaurant, we've basically rebuilt outdoor. Yeah, that's what Felix that's that. did in Venice. They took yeah. over the back parking lot area, and it was nice to be that's, able to go there and eat. That's I what mean, we did, Delilah. Everybody They're begged amazing. me to open up a second Craig's, and I did it right outside the first one. Yeah, <sighs> crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's not. That's the so. That's the issue. How imagine a world where everything comes back to normal? How long does it take for these seventy-five percent of all restaurants to return? Does that ever happen? Well, well, it takes it takes a lot of investment, right? So a lot. you need a lot of capital to get started. Yeah, so, I don't think people realize how much it how how much it takes to actually reopen these places. Okay, do you so in order to keep the restaurant open and to keep our employees employed? and not furlough them and not let them go. Um, we got some PPP money back in May uh, that lasted six weeks. And we used it, 80% of it was for payroll labor. Um, I've reinvested almost what I invested in the first place 10 years ago to keep the restaurant open during this time. So it's not even, it, it's- I think it's you gotta reorder inventory, reorder everything. It's a tremendous amount of capital just to kind of get started. And then it's not just the capital to get started. It's you need a little bit of reserve in the bank because it's not linear, right? You open, you get busy, you have slow nights, busy nights. Right. You're not, things aren't happening as efficiently as they should be. But once you get up to eight, nine, 10 months, you know, the restaurants are efficient. You're rolling. There's not a lot of waste. People are doing things well. And, and your costs come down, your profits go up, and then all of a sudden you've got a business, right? So there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna to gravitate towards their favorite places because it's like it feels like a hug, and that's like, oh, thank God I get to go to this place or that place. Fine. Go to your favorite dish. Right, Gr- right exactly. See your favorite waiter. And then, you, and then you're gonna to start to try the newer places that are, that are coming back out. So how long will it take back to get back to Years. It? I mean, yeah. Years. See, I, I, and I have a feeling, the, I have a gut feeling these officials just, I think they really don't think highly of our industry. I think they think there'll just be another restaurant that opens anyway. There's another. Well, that's what what Trump said in the beginning. They tried. It, it, I wanted. That was such, such a crazy it, 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 statement. It, it, yeah, it's like you the, the restaurants would be open. Maybe it'd be a different owner. Like what the fuck? Really? Are you Welcome saying? to my life. Yeah, I've been doing this for thirty it's years. People's livelihoods. Yeah, and, and that's that's the pro. That's the. I think that's the part that people really need to understand. It's just, you know, and. To, to your question, I think a lot it's uh, the this it's going to take the strong ones to survive. It's going to be tough for most to survive. It's going to take the really super successful ones that have a lot of capital, have a lot of capital, or just are going to have a you know if there's a will there's a way type of attitude. Like there's nothing stopping me from having our places reopen. Will it be a challenge? It's not easy, you know. But I think it's going to weed out a lot of people. Sad, and I think there's a lot of people. Sadly, they're going to fall. You know, fall by the wayside. Unfortunately, it's just so strange that you guys who own successful places aren't giving given any information. I can't Zero. imagine that. None. I can't imagine that. Zero. It, just, it doesn't make any sense. No, I, I I literally call people and go, "What are you hearing?" And they're like, "What are you hearing?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Wait, what? You're you're the one that's supposed to be hooked yeah. in." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it's nuts. I'll call you if I hear anything." Like we we got shut down, and we had no previous warning. No, we're on the news. But yeah. yet, all these other places that have been proven to be the things that spread the virus the most, they haven't shut down. Correct. And that's that's the big question. Correct. Is it lobbyists? Is it money talking? Is it what, Whatever it is, it's insane to me. 
So do you think it's one of those things where they feel like they have to do something that shows they're trying to stop the spread of the Part virus? Of it. Yeah. Part Even of it. though it's not effective, yes. at least they can Good show they're taking steps. And yeah. then they can say, this virus is out of control. Yeah. And it's, they take the weight away from their own decisions. And they just say, look, this is just a dangerous virus. We need more restrictions. It, they don't they don't take responsibility for the fact that the restrictions they put in place have been totally ineffective. Correct. That's, that's, I think that's the, I think that is definitely a big part of it. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the virus's job is to spread, right? That's, that's its job. It's, yeah. the, it's to go from host to host to host. So just by, by, by shutting down certain industries and not shutting down other industries, I don't think that that's an effective way to do it. And I'm afraid of what the next one is. Are they going to keep coming up with, right. oh, we got a new strain, we got a new Well, there's COVID. a new strain right now in the UK. You've seen that, right? Yes. And I, I know the media plays it up, and it's like, so every year, is there going to be, a, are we able to just shut down? Is that is that going to be the new thing? Like, and when does it stop? The thing right. is, I think, like, we, we just touched on it a couple months ago, we've taken away that that moment of getting together with your friends and having a couple of laughs and forgetting about the world's problems for just a minute. Yeah. You know, that social interaction where you have your favorite meal in your favorite place, and even if it's socially distant, and even if it's, yeah. you know, all that stuff is all on the table. They've taken away all of those moments, and I don't know what it's doing to our, like, psychology i don't know what it's doing to like our brains because we're not allowed to see our friends and then what i've had to come in and i think john i think we've touched on it is there are some people that are like oh i'm coming tomorrow we're great and i'm like okay cool and then there's other people i haven't seen for like seven or eight months and i just check in on text and i'm like i don't make a judgment that's what you feel comfortable doing and i've had to become okay with it in the beginning i started to take it a little personal yeah. But now I'm kind of like, okay, that's it's dividing your, a lot that's of friends your, and families. That's your level yeah. of comfort. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I get it. But yeah, it's dividing yeah. a lot of people. There's there's some people that we were supposed to see over Christmas that I'm not sure they're gonna want our family over yeah. because I'm down here doing this show. But if you get tested when you go back to LA, that's not gonna be enough for them. Yeah, but I mean, like technically, I mean, I guess you're supposed to wait five days after you know taking a commercial flight but, but you've i come get down tested. here and you've come in contact with all people that have been tested all people that right. showed negative right then you're going to go back and you'll test negative right you tested negative here and they're still not okay with that uh some people are some people are but yet to go to the supermarket and yeah. stand right in front of that cashier yeah. and not have uh, any idea so, so, will, will uh, gavin be over for the holidays so that's, your buddy you know, you're getting really cute <laughs> your homie gavin. you know what i gotta do i gotta buy you a razor that's what i gotta do i gotta buy you a razor this yeah, I lost a bet. That's all new. I've never seen this, by what the way. What is the yeah. bet? I lost this. You know, I bet my one of my best friends. We had this weight loss challenge thing that we did. It was you know all we do is bet each other, and I lost. Well, that's a hell of a manly beer. But by the way, <laughs> keep it. Uh, so is the weight. Good. I like it. So is the weight Gives loss some edge. challenge. Who does a weight loss challenge amongst a bunch of guys? We just, all like, we do is bet each other and stuff. You know, this is what happens during oh, COVID. Look at you. Oh See? yeah, clean shaven. Look how handsome he is. Like better with the beard. I'm gonna tell you what. I, you gives me better. a little more edge, right? Yeah, it's a you little look... swarmy, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> don't trust that unsavory character. He's I, opening. Um, what what can be done that's not being done in terms of like uh, the the people listening to this? Yeah. The, the I mean, is there anything they could do? Could they reach out to anybody? Is there a way that we can organize? Where there, there can be some sort of uh, some 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 sort of impact from the people that are hearing this right now and listening to this and and furious. Yeah. 
You know, I think he's Craig said it earlier. I do think it's important to order. You know, to to keep to keep supporting uh, the restaurants you love, uh, the local ones, especially the ones the ones that you love. I think that my goal is to have people in their mind understand that it isn't as black and white. If you challenge this shutdown, you aren't saying you're anti-COVID safety. You aren't some big bad person that wants you know this thing spreading. It's quite the opposite. It's taking an intelligent approach to how to how to actually um, have an, uh, an age-old industry keep going. And in my opinion, I think people need to have that mindset more and more and speak out to whoever. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's a direct way to do any of this. There isn't a, an easy way to have a voice. I think, that, I think the key is just having people's mindset change. And as much as they can spread that, I think that's important. I think it's really important to, to contact, you know, we're so used to paying attention to the national politics yeah, local. that I think the local politics have become yeah. really, really important. So yeah. reaching out to the LA County commissioners. Right now, if I, if I literally canvassed 100 people, I guarantee you they probably wouldn't even be able to neighbor one. Right. And 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 those inboxes need to be full with yeah. their emails. They need to get annoyed. They need to be able to, to call them. They need to be able to say, look, we're not science deniers. There's a disease. We completely understand. But this is an outlet for us. There's got to be a way to get going. Um, and I think, you know, on a national level as well, contacting representatives, their voices need to be heard. Look, all politicians want to get reelected. Right, so we have a voice. Yeah, I also think you got to give people the ability to make their own decisions. This has yeah. never been the role of the politician to tell people how and how not to take risks, right, and what to do with their lives. Yeah. You know, especially sensible, well thought out risks that have been mitigated as much as possible, like social distancing, like like making sure that you follow all the health protocols, making sure that you know restaurants are they're they're compliant. I mean, th there's a way to do this. It's totally possible, especially with outdoor dining. There has never been, and I've been in the business 30 years. Yeah. I've had my own place. Uh, January 12th will be 10 years, okay? There's never been an instance <clears throat> where a health inspector came in and said, clean that. I don't like, like the way that looks. Reorganize that. And it hasn't been done in an instant, okay? We're rule followers. That's, our, that's, that's how we stay in business. All right. The last thing in the world I want to hear is that somebody got sick from eating at one of my places. Right. So we're instinctively instilled with all of that. Right. Safety is our first protocol. So driving people away from those institutions right. is insanity. It is insanity. How do you think this plays out? Like if you had a guess, what do you think happens at the end of all this? I think they're going to keep doing these rolling shutdowns. Sadly, and I think that um, I think it's going to take a lot of uproar. I think it's going to take more of us banding together and, and actually and actually putting a stop to how it's being handled. Um, I think that's the only shot we have. You know, it's a pest. It's a, it's not as optimistic as I would like, but I think if and when it ever opens again, ideally you get outdoor dining, safe outdoor dining opening in January, you know, even February. And if. I think proving it to everyone that it's going safely, I think is all we're really asking for now. And then eventually open the rest as more vaccines happen and, and more people kind of change their mindset toward it is what my optimistic goal would be. It seems like there's a lot of restaurants so that don't have outdoor dining as an option. That's the unfortunate. I, you know, we have, I have several places that can't open. 
They have only indoor. You don't have a parking lot. You don't have a place in front. You know, you're, it's it's a nightmare. I don't know how that's fair either. You know, it's it's all it's all pretty. It's it's it does not seem like a fair system that's going on. And I know life isn't fair, but I think it's crazy to be dictated like this. Look, I I I think that um, we should spend a fortune. Or look, they're spending so much money on so many other things. Why aren't they spending money and developing rapid testing? Rapid testing would eliminate a lot of the issues that we're even talking. Have it about. everywhere, and have it everywhere, literally. At department stores, at yeah. airports, at restaurants, that that's probably the best way to do it. Well, the rapid testing with the, we're using here, you could use that at your restaurant. Hundred percent wouldn't be that hard. Hundred percent wouldn't be that hard to have a station out front of the restaurant. Like your reservations at eight, you must get there at seven. Make to get that rapid required. Tested. Make that a law. Yes. Yeah. I don't you, care with that. Yeah. You, you get rapid tested. You 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 know you drop yeah. your mask for a second. They swab you. Yeah. You wait over there for fifteen minutes. Uh oh, McDonald party of two. You're good. You guys are good. You have to use you the word in. McDonald. I don't know. Really fast Sorry. word. Really. Jack in the box <laughs> party of two. Another fat. You're good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, and then just like add it to the bill. It's just a part. Yes, it's the, it's yes. just a price of going part out of to the dinner. Bill. My God, people would jump on that. Hundred percent. They would. Hundred percent. The opportunity to go just give out. Give people the option. Yes. Well, this is the problem. Politicians have never been in a position where they can tell people what they can and can't do and make up laws. Yep. What, this is... what I'm so shocked about is, and, and we both do it in the restaurant business, you know, when we were busy, we were handling three, 400 people a night. Of all the doctors that I've asked, nobody has been contacted by the county to ask them their opinion. And somebody else said to me, well, they're not epi epidemiologists or they're not like infectious disease doctors. They're doctors, right? right? So get them from across the board and ask them their opinion. How do you fight this thing and do it well. Yeah. If you're not getting guidance from the federal government, I don't care. We're a big state, and we've got a lot of money, and we've got a lot of resources, and we're capable of tackling anything. So use the intellectual capital that we have, and we've got enormous wealth. Yeah, I think the wealth is going to diminish rapidly after this pandemic is over, unfortunately. 100%. I also think California needs government that's much more friendly to business and understands... Yeah how important it is to have thriving businesses, to have all the other things you want. Yeah. All these other things that you want are dependent upon the tax revenue. The tax revenue is dependent upon successful businesses. If you have practices and you have decisions that you're making that are unfriendly to businesses, right. you're going to lose all that money. And then what are you going to do? You're going to tax the rich? Because yeah. this, this is how they're looking at it. This new wealth tax that they're proposing. and all. So then you're going to have people just move. So then they're trying to say, well, if you move, we're going to tax you for the next 10 years. Yeah. Well, good luck with that because yeah. that's not real. I mean, I, lo I love how Elon handled it, Musk. Yeah. I mean, that's the type of move. We need more people, you know, standing up to these people. Well, you've just had Tesla move, Hewlett Packard move, Oracle move. I mean, those are, I mean, yeah. huge companies, huge yeah. companies, and we're we're finding a, you know, as as we were closing the patio, a lot of people were saying goodbye to us, and I'm like, goodbye. What do you mean? They're like, we're leaving. We're moving to Florida. We're moving to Texas, or we're moving to Arizona. Yeah. And I'm like. Wait for real for for good, and they're like, yeah, we're, we've just had enough. We're done. Well, so That's many sad. people are like, this is enough. Fucking Cat Von D just moved to Indiana. <laughs> like everybody's going crazy. It's it's one of those things where it's like you were telling me about your friend out there who talked to Newsom and was saying, I'm moving because of you. Yep. There's, yeah. been, there's been there's been a lot of people that are really just you know down and upset that it's being handled so poorly. Yeah. 
but it's not being handled poorly everywhere. Yeah. You know, uh, like Texas is recognizing that there is an issue. Obviously, there this new uh, COVID uh, quarantine, whatever the fuck they're calling it. What are they calling it? I kind of feel like we're fighting for our lives here in a lot of ways because I, I feel like California is handling it so poorly that if we don't – if something doesn't happen, I don't know how this industry is reopening the way it should. And, and They're also, not even talking about how to reopen. And also when we got shut down uh, right at Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of people had to lay off a lot of people in our industry. Um, and there was no, n- like, number for – unemployment or no rapid way for people to get taken care of. So you've basically, a lot of restaurants laid off all of their employees the day before Thanksgiving going into the holidays. So there's no like thought process of like, well, how's that gonna affect the 400 or 500,000 people that are employed by the restaurant business? I, I am one of the fortunate ones that have chosen to keep most of my people on. Most people can't afford to do that. So how are you helping those people? There's no consideration. It's almost like there's too many decisions to be made, like across the entire state with all the different businesses. There's too many decisions to be made, and they don't have the answers. And so they're just digging their heels in. But other states are, as you said, other states are handling it better. Yeah. Well, it's it's unfortunate that it's been these Democrat-run states because I agree with them on so many different things, right. so many social issues. But then when it comes to the way they handle business, yeah. it's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's really terrible. It's terrible what's going on. Yeah. I mean, we're, 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 I am happy to pay my taxes. I am, I, I, I am happy to make sure that other people are being taken care right. of that are less fortunate. I, I totally yes. get it. But you have to enable us to operate yes. for us to be able to contribute. There has way. to be a balance. Right. Yeah. And how do you think this ends? Like. Um, I, you know, I actually think that that probably outdoor dining will resume uh, at some point, three to four weeks after New Year's Eve, because that's considered another big super spreader event, right? So it'll take about three weeks for that to crest, I think. Um, and then I think outdoor dining resumes in some aspect. Um, hopefully, the vaccines start to take effect. Um, that might be our only hope. You know, that might be the and, only hope. And then, and then hopefully things start to open back up maybe in April and May. And then June, July, it really starts to kind of feel like like we might be past this in a large point. Unless, you know, you get another strain that's different, that is resistant to the vaccine. And then you're, you're looking kind of like right back where you were. Shut down. Yeah. So, I mean... I, I don't know. That's um, scary. It's a scary thought. I am an optimist, and I'm hoping that, like, you know, that, that that's kind of the road that we're headed towards. Um, have you considered moving? Uh, no, I haven't considered moving. Uh, I have considered, uh, I, I always said I'll never open up another Craig's, but that thought pattern has changed. So uh, I, we're looking at other cities to maybe open in yeah. um, and diversify a little bit. Um, and then Craig's Vegan is, you know, it's weird. Even meat eaters, you know, there this new term called flexitarians where, you know, people are meat eaters. They eat eggs and milk and all kinds of stuff. But but if they're looking for a way to cut back, they usually look for a non-dairy uh, dessert or something like that. So that industry is exploding. So the ice cream is doing really, really well. Sales are great. Um, and then we're opening up a scoop shop at the Resorts World in Vegas. Um, and it'll be kind of like the first vegan ice cream scoop shop, 
which will be really, really cool. How did you formulate your ice cream? What, uh, you... It's made out of cashews. But I mean, did you work with someone? Oh, no, no. Chef, to taste? Our, our, so our chef, Kirsten, is great. And, and by the way, I want to give a big shout out to the kitchen and to chef. Uh, they've had to deal with, if you think about it yeah. internally, our crews, what yeah. they've had to do, they went from a complete shutdown. Yeah. They were preparing food to go in the middle of a pandemic in March and April when nobody knew anything and they were still showing up for work. Yeah. And we were doing deliveries and to-goes just to make people feel comfortable. And they were scared and they yeah. were doing it. And then we reopened for 10 days indoors. So we were doing to-go and indoor. And then we did outdoor and to-go and delivery. So Chef has done a masterful job of kind of like Navigating, pulling, yeah, pulling it in and out, and Our navigating chef's up too. It's been insane. And, and by the way, this is not easy. This is no. This is not just a machine. These are people, and they're scared yeah. of getting the disease as well. And they're trying to adhere to all the new protocols of the health department: masks, gloves, social distancing. Yeah. While they're you know prepping our you know. You want your salad with no garbanzo beans and tomatoes, and you want it chopped, and you want your fish grilled. You know, all those special orders are all being taken care of. So they've done an amazing job. And yeah. then um, we just noticed that uh, back seven or eight years ago, we put some vegan items on the menu because some of our customers were demanding it, and more and more people started to ask for it. And so what we were realizing was, if you've got a group of six people and one is a vegan, they're the one that makes the decision where you eat. So we were like, well, we want a diverse clientele and we want them, let's not give them an excuse to go somewhere else. So we started making vegan entrees. That turned into a whole vegan section of the menu, which makes up about 18% of our sales. So it's not insignificant. And then we wanted it to be a complete meal, so we came up with a vegan ice cream. And Chef just kind of buried his head in the books yeah. and figured out how to make ice cream. And ice cream is essentially fat and sugar. And it's the combination, and that's what makes it so delicious. So you're using like cashew fat, like right? So we're using cashew butter, and we've reduced the amount of sugar, so it's rich, it's creamy, and it gives you that like satisfaction, but it's got no animal products, and it's a third less sugar. So, um, you know, we're we're the base of the shake at certain, you know, hamburger fat burger's been great. We're we're rolling into Johnny Rockets. We're at some supermarkets, Gelson's, Air mm. One, you know. That's so it's amazing. it's actually You're at Fat Burger. Yeah. So if you go to <laughs> Fat Burger and you order a vegan shake, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And then and it's a third less sugar. Uh huh. Wow. And then and then we're nice how how are you pulling that off? Are you using stevia? No, no, or? no. It's regular sugar. It's just look, you know, Halo Top made a decision to do high protein and low sugar, right? So. They made a certain product. Some people enjoyed it. Some what people didn't. What is Halo didn't. Top? Halo Top was an ice cream that was like really hit about two years ago because you could eat the whole carton and it was only 200 calories. I, that sounds like hell. I, I was <laughs> so, but but I think that they gave up. A, you know, so our product has great flavor and great texture, and so we just you know, Chef would kept playing with the values and we kept just tasting and tasting and tasting it. So. Um, the great thing is you go on craigsvegan.com and people are shipping it all across the country and, and we deliver it on dry ice. So um, good vegan products are kind of, 
I would say an LA, New York kind of thing. I think we've they've started the trend. And so a lot of the places in the middle of the country haven't been able to kind of get their hands on really good products. Whole Foods obviously has a really good cross-section now. Trader Joe's has a really good cross-section now. So we're, we're just kind of rolling out nationally. So we've used this time during COVID to kind of pivot into, yeah. okay, well, I guess we'll do food to go. Okay, well, I guess we'll do outdoor dining. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll... We'll we'll put our you know foot on the accelerator on Craig'sVegan.com and 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 let's just see where we can go. So, it's made me more resourceful. It's made the crew more resourceful. I mean, like I said, the, the what the kitchen's been through and what chef's been through. Yeah. It, it's just been incredible. And I give a big shout out to all the restaurant workers that, especially in March, April, and May, that were coming to work every day when we didn't know as much as we did about the disease. And people were really worried about dying, and we were hearing people about on ventilators, and we didn't have um, ways to mitigate the disease, and they were still showing up for work. And these are the very people that are being hurt by the shutdown now. Yeah. So that's what really fires me up. Like these are the people that risked their lives to go to work to make sure that people were being fed, and the way you're paying them back is by shutting down their industry. <sighs> Now, do you have uh, other things along with Craig's Vegan Ice Cream? Do you have like ice cream sandwiches? Do you, are you selling so, a bunch of different products? No, so we're, we're going to kind of get into that development of ice cream sandwiches right now. So the, the scoop shop at the Resorts World will have shakes, we'll have floats, we'll have sundaes. Uh, we're going to do vegan cookies. Uh, we make an unbelievable vegan bolognese um, that people eat. That What's like, the meat? Uh, it's uh, a product called Hungry Planet. And so it's all plant-based. And are you stop. vegan yourself? Uh, I was vegan until the pandemic. The pandemic <laughs> and, and then, switched you over? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little... I mean, I've lost 28 pounds. Depression causes. So, so During de the pandemic? Yeah. Depression has just cost <laughs> weight loss. So uh, what am I eating? Not much of anything. Mm. Uh, but that's the way I deal with just stress. Just stress. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if you, you could probably take a poll and say, okay, you know, People have either gained 25 pounds or they've lost 25 pounds. Mm. Um, a and, lot of people have gotten heavy on the alcohol, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm trying not to medicate my way through. Um, I'm trying to use this as a, as a way of saying, okay, how can I use this as an opportunity to either be a better leader? Yeah. How can I get our people through this? How do I get the restaurant to survive? Yeah. How can I speak up for an industry? It's not about Craig's. Craig's will be fine. It's about our employees. It's about the other restaurants, and it's about, about the, the little industry. mom and pop shops yep. that don't have a voice. Yeah. It's also about the decisions that are being made that affect you. You have no power the, over yourself for the first right. time ever. And I, there's there's no place to go. Like like John said, you're the only one or few yeah, no, that have said, no "Come on and let's talk it. about it." And we have a lot of outlets, and I've never, you know, and and you're right. This the, so what happens the when you reach stars. out? Um, you know, they go down the road, and then they all don't want to do it and they come back and they say look we just can't whatever you know editor or media person or whatever it's like the superior doesn't want the backlash the you know wh whatever it might be where's the backlash coming from at this point well i, I gotta think, think the general public is aware of what's going on that you've lost 75 percent of all restaurants I, due to this arbitrary decision i think there's a lot of public out there and i don't blame them that are that are very scared of, of the virus and, that, and that's fine, but they're not looking at it in, in the way of there's this balance. And so there's that. And then, yeah, they don't want the, they don't want the backlash from the officials. 
from government officials, which is crazy to me. But the other, you know? the other point too is, and, and I know John has done this as well, is like, it's like I said, it's not about just about us. It's about the mom and pops. It's about the employees. But we're also, you know, donating food to Cedar Sinai to help yes. the frontline workers. Yeah, we've donated food and ice cream to Children's Hospital. So we've we, donated yeah. ice cream to Children Mending Hearts to charities. Like, we're actually in the middle of this pandemic, also a resource for these people. Yep. And 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 paying it forward, we're not blind to the sacrifices that people are going through. It's not just about our industry. We're all in this together. So yep. Cedars called on Saturday night, and they had a flex, and they had a lot of patients, and they had more employees there than they thought they were going to have. And she was like, "I know it's seven o'clock. I know you're busy. Do you have anything?" Yeah. And at nine thirty, they picked up a hundred meals. Wow. To feed frontline workers, and that's not a pat on the back for for us. The kitchen. I'll pat you in the back. All right. The kitchen yep. actually came through in the middle That's of a amazing. rush and That's did amazing. it. But but so it's about all of us together. It's not the, the restaurant industry provides so much. Yeah, our the chefs have been rock stars. They, they're they're unsung here. Our chefs have been insane. To navigate this has been absolutely insane. Between closing, opening, delivery only, outdoors. I mean, they're complete rock stars. But. What dawned on me is the trickle down on this closure. You know, I was in an Uber in LA and the guy was so down. I was like, you doing okay? And he's like, well, the, you know, he didn't know, he didn't know who I was and anything. And he's like, yeah, the restaurants, I, I, he's like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta leave town. I, they're all closed. So I have no business. And it, I realized how many people it affects. Oh, Janitor yeah. services. Uh, yeah. For, obviously everyone knows chefs, waiters, bartenders, all that, but there's so much that it extends to that this industry is keeping people Going business-wise, the lack of the complete disregard for all of that from officials is what's driving me insane and why I'm so angry. I was because talking like, to the take a look at it. I was talking to the flight attendants and the pilots, and I'm like, "What are you guys going to do now?" And they're like, "Well, there's we I, we got to find a place to eat." Like mm. that that was yeah. never a we just would go out to eat or we'd find something. We have to actually, it's so late, we have to find a place that we can actually yeah. get food. And how much of this is forcing people to eat unhealthy, unhealthy because they have to go to these fast food places. Unhealthy and it's also causing underground, quote unquote, underground type establishments to happen. Is so, that happening? Which are oh unsafe. yeah, tons. Yeah. Do you have like a password to get into a restaurant? They're knocked three times. No, but there's people the, making sandwiches and they're selling them online, and who knows where they were made? And who yeah, knows yeah. how they were made? And like right. it's like, and, and there's also it's also driving people to gather at, at places. There's chefs at houses, and they're having fifty people. And I mean, it's just, just that's hiring what's uh, hiring a chef to come and hiring a house. chef. There's people doing it for for business out of houses, mm -hmm. you know, illegally doing right. it. But it's that's what everyone's being driven towards. But the interesting thing is, so so it, it's it's also. Thinking outside the box, not just for us in the restaurant business, right. but for everybody. So, Netflix is a is a really good client, and they're and they're great. So they've got a bunch of premieres, they've got a bunch of movies that they want to. So now what we've been doing is virtual premieres. So we've been we've been creating with Chef and our you know events team these boxes that get delivered to people's homes, and it may be a hundred people on the same day, and so they get to eat the same box of food from Netflix while they're you know watching the premiere of a show and so that whole end of our business is kind of increased it doesn't make up for what we do on a regular basis but okay that's a new kind of a thing and it's a new way of doing premieres and i wonder if the old style of premieres are going to come back mm. because the celebrities that are in the show they just get to zoom in right promote whatever they're promoting 
everybody gets to eat the same food from their favorite restaurant. They're not in the same environment. And so it's I not, wonder if that's going to change not the same thing. That, that would make me sad if premieres don't come back. I, I agree, but like, I, I don't I, know just, what it's going to do. I don't know. But it, but what's interesting is like, you know, you know, Netflix, Warner Brothers, right. Universal, they've all decided to kind of figure out a way to promote their products right. in a different way and also help support the restaurants that, you know, they Which like doing important. business with. Yeah, well, it's devastated the comedy community. It's, De it's devastating, I know. Devastated. We're, yeah, we're, we're no, I mentioned the other them, day, we, yeah. we, I, I spent some time with Chris Spencer and, and I said, what are you doing tonight? And he goes, oh, I, I'm, I'm doing a little gig on Ventura Boulevard. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's a little outside thing and there's like, I don't know, there's 20, 25 people. And he was so excited yeah. to just have a mic in front of his yeah. face and to be out and about. And then, you know, we were talking to our good friend Jeff and Jeff's been on the road for 30 years, you know, performing in all over the country. And he said to me, there's a part of me that's it's kind of nice not to be, you know, in a suitcase on the road all the time and taking this little bit of a break. But he goes, I'm not one of those comics that needs a microphone in his face to be happy all the time. But I but I'm jonesing for it a little bit. So it's every, it's interesting how everybody's yeah. kind of taking it differently. Yeah, a lot of comics don't realize how bad they love it until they go and do it again. You yeah, know, I, I did a Maybe. gig with Ron White out here a few weeks back, and he hadn't done any stand up in eight months. And uh, he's like, you know, I think I'm kind of retired. And he go, he goes on stage and kills. And then afterwards, he grabs you by the shoulder and he goes, "Whatever we have to do, we're doing this again." Yeah, he got yeah. his fix again, and he's like, you realize like. People love having a good time, whether it's having a good time at a restaurant, having a good time at a comedy club. Yeah. You're taking away a big chunk of their life enjoyment. It takes away from their quality of life. Yeah. It takes away from their socializing. Right. It takes away from their mental health. It's it's a big impact. And it's yeah. not something you can just diminish just without any consideration. Yeah, yeah. I'm here because of Dave and Cena and their team. I mean, they're, and I've been begging. I'm like, when are you going to come back in L.A.? It's like, why why come there? No, no, yeah. there's no, there's nothing we can do shows for. Right. It's like, that's sad. We just drove away all these pe all these great comics that want to be doing stuff in L.A. That, I mean, that's what we're known for. <laughs> and I most, I miss those interactions, like when they come in the restaurant. And I mean, to just get told off by one of those guys or just have like <laughs> oh, a yeah, sharp great. little like right between it's the great. eyes. Yeah. Like I miss that yeah. moment. I'm like. Fuck you very much, and there's your yeah. table. Like you know, right. like I, I you yeah. know, I, I miss that moment. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's um, it's devastating to the store. The store is they they don't know what to do, I and know. there's no indication whatsoever that they're gonna get to open up anytime soon. No, I mean it, it might be uh, literally might be six seven months right. before they're allowed to do outside shows. I mean who knows? Well, I I know that from like you know from concert venues like and things like that. I don't think they're even booking shows until no. September 2021. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have some stuff booked in New York in October of 2021, and I'm like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. that's real. But know? there's a lot of people that are doing virtual stuff. I know there's a lot of virtual shows over Those like New gross. Year's Those Eve, New Year's Day. Like yeah. I don't know, but you know what? That's people nuts. are starved for Most entertainment. Most talent doesn't yeah. don't want to do virtual shows though. Yeah. No, you don't get the interaction, but at least yeah. at least it's something. It's something to look forward to. That's it's true. something like you get to like. Look, you know, if you want to see your favorite people, at least you'll tune into something. Like we're so deprived right yeah. now yeah. of everything that you're willing to like you're willing to do think about it. If I said to you two years ago, so and so would be on Zoom and you could buy tickets, you'd be like, Right. Why would I do Why that? are they doing that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm look, I'm hoping that this vaccine uh, opens things up again. That's I'm hoping. But I just I don't think that these the the governors that have been particularly draconian right 
I don't think they're going to lighten that up. I think that's who they are now. I think this is this is a real problem. We've let a genie out of the bottle. Yeah. We need more voices telling people how it is. We also need Shed more light. pro f- business, some business friendly politicians yeah. to run. Oh people yeah, people who realize like, hey, fuck this. Yeah, this is this is really affecting our communities. Is really affecting our livelihoods. Is affecting our businesses and our mental health. And uh, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. I'm going to run. Though we need more of that's those a big people. thing. I'm going to get behind is is the people next people running. Yeah, well, we all need to do important that. important aspect. It didn't seem like a big deal. I agree. Whoever the governor was or the the mayor totally was, agree. like, look, I'm I'm busy. I put my nose to the grindstone. I'm I'm going. I'm not. Paying yep. too much attention to them until they t- like the record skips. Like what? I can't work. Yeah. <laughs> Who it's the like... fuck are you? Right. Like a person yep. is telling all these people they can't work, and it's based on what? They don't have to tell you. They don't have to show you. They'll follow the science. We trust the science. Yep. There's no such thing as the science. You fucking asshole. Exactly. Like what is that? What is the science? Right. You, like I mean, that's not even a real term. No. You essentially the governor abdicated all decision-making to each individual county health inspector. He just kind of threw his hands up and said, okay, I'm not going to make the decision. They're all going to make the decisions. So, you know, we're open or closed based on one person's opinion. It's bananas. Literally insane. And and here's the really... It's got to be stopped. But here's the worst part about it. Is I've got people that go down to Orange County, Laguna, Newport. They stay for the weekend. They eat in a hotel. 30-minute drive. They eat in a restaurant. Yep. And they come back to L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So they've crazy. just what they've done is they've just pushed all of that money out of LA County. Well, they've also reinforced this idea in a lot of people's heads that have leaned right, that are that are right leaning people right. that the Democrats are not business friendly. The Democrats are not going to support them. The Democrat like those it's counties, pretty clear. yeah, Huntington, Laguna, yeah. those are all the all that those are all red. Those are all red areas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sad. It's sad that that's what it's come to. Yeah, it's it's a real eye opener, and it's it's one of those things where people that were always wary of government are now like super paranoid. I mean, I am now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have to be. I mean, how many I, businesses do you have running that have stopped? Uh, Sixteen. Jesus Christ, that must be insane. Insane, and, and, and oh. you know, some I have no, you know, three or nightclubs, for example. I I have no. Twenty twenty two be able to open nightclub. Twenty three, yeah, maybe right. Maybe yeah. You, you just know? you just wake up and you try to navigate like how do I how do I lead it's also a also our uh, you know my employees don't want to see me moping around going oh my god I don't know no. how, I don't know right. what I don't know what's gonna happen so I'm kind of like don't worry about it positive, yeah. we're gonna get through this I know we're gonna get through this yeah. and when we come back we're gonna be stronger so stick together stay positive right how do we do a house party how do we do catering for Netflix how do we sell more ice cream how do we yeah. do more food to go how do we sell more T-shirts like yeah. we're doing Christmas gift box. We're doing mm-hmm. New Year's Eve boxes, so it's like New Year's Eve in a box. Like, how how do we get more of that going? We started a COVID testing company. I mean, that's how that's how much we pivot. <laughs> well, that see you that know? is the, the immediate short term solution. Yeah, the immediate short term solution Does is well. allow rapid testing. Right. It's it, you guys could still be open. It's yeah. not that difficult to do. No, it's we all have... available now. We're not talking about the technology of eight nine months ago. We're talking about what's available right now. So we have this whole COVID testing company. And we went. I went to the county about this. I said, "Just have us let us be able to t- require testing." Mm-hmm. No. Why? Don't know. Exactly. That's why it's nonsense. That's how why about, it's crazy that these how people about get invest, to make the laws. Invest to make it cheaper. Yeah. Quicker, and more available. Right. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Well, 
I think there's a lot of people that just as it is would accept the additional yeah. charge to their meal. 100%. 100%. They would just be like, look, we want to go out. You know, we'll we'll just factor in the extra charge of the COVID test and we'll go. You get to, again, you show up at 7, you you write your name down, show your driver's license, they put you, you know, they, they mark down, you know, we, what your temperature is, they test you, yep. you're negative, you go on inside, you have a couple of drinks, you sit down like a normal human. It's possible to do. We have a drive-through for it. Pa- hundreds, hundreds a day go through it at our at Peppermint, our place. It's a drive-through testing. That's how, that's how much the demand is. And I don't know why we're not amping that up around the around the city and county. Well, it's because it's, these people have too much to think about. There's right. too many decisions to make, and I don't think they're really that competent. Right. You know. I mean, that's what we're finding out. That from might these be people. the real problem. When you have someone like that woman who decided to shut down outdoor dining and, and then <laughs> go to a restaurant, that should be it. But by you. the way, but that should there, be it for there's you. There's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no incentive because she's getting a paycheck. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All of them are getting paychecks. We were talking about before that if the paychecks of the politicians was directly dependent upon the income that was coming in from the businesses being open, if they had like really had an incentive yeah. to keep these businesses thriving because they actually benefit from it financially. Yeah, I agree. I'm That's just, what we need to do. I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping, and I'll I'll go back on the positive side. And I'm just hoping that they that they see that th- this spike um, wasn't a result of you know dining and wasn't a result of some of the businesses that they've shut down. That maybe after the first of the year they start loosening some of these things yeah. and start really kind of thinking outside the box. Well, call your bestie. Call your bestie. Yeah, yeah call your guy, I don't dude. have direct access. Just show him Jesus. that inverse You've situation. Got, by, the way, I lo- by the way, I love this. He's got more direct access than I do. I do, and, he's and I'm me speaking very candidly about the fact that this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And well, if he does, it's because he's getting, trying to get a name for himself. And well, he's got to be stopped. You've spoken out, and they visited you every single day. That's why I'm that, really angry. Oh, my God. That should make you furious. That's, yeah. that, that has the opposite effect because you're not breaking the rules. Right. So all you're doing is being harassed. Yep. And so they're doing these strong arm tactics, but they don't really have a leg to stand on. Right. They couldn't do anything, yeah, in that regard. But they're, they they came and threatened and every single night. Literally didn't miss a night. Nuts. That That's should crazy. be criminal. Crazy. That should be criminal. It's, it's why I'm so angry because it's like, is this causing people to be scared to speak? Like, what's what's this? I mean, I hate to say this, but like, what society are we living in? Like, exactly. literally, what society are we living in? Well, it's not just that. It's also extremely incompetent because sure. there are 30,000 restaurants that are open. If they're visiting you every night, that means there's probably violations they're not catching. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the whole point. Like, you, you're going after, we're the rule followers. Yeah. You know, go there are if 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 what you're saying is the reason we closed you is because 10 percent of the people weren't following the rules, then why don't you stay on that 10 percent? Yeah. You know, and 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 help us stay open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like literally watching Chef Kirsten go through every day trying to figure out what to make, who's on the payroll, who's available, what's the schedule? Do we have an event? Do we have an outside event? Are we open? Are we closed? Well, you know, it's literally like, it's like a tiger by the tail. Yeah. Well, listen, shout out to all the people that are trying to do it the right way. Shout out to all the mayors and all the health department officials that it's not their fault. All, yeah. all the people where, you know, the, the West Hollywood folks that are yeah. really trying to help businesses, 
By the way, couldn't be a more pro pro business friendly place, City of West Hollywood. The mayor. Yeah, I pretty much only want to be open in West Hollywood. Really, I hear nothing but good things. It's it's by far the best. Lindsay, who mayor first first name basis by the way, and and I can get and I can get to her. Uh, They need more power. And Paul Aravalo. That's the that's the truth. Everybody at that city. From from the plan checkers, building and safety, fire department, everybody went out of their way to make sure that we got our patios open as quickly as possible. Tell yeah. Lindsay to run for mayor. I'll tell yeah. Mayor she of the whole city. Like that. <clears throat> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Or governor. <laughs> there you go. Jesus Christ. Why don't we start we'll start it right now? Well, I think we really do need something to change in terms of the way people look at government because this has opened up a lot of people's eyes that it is important. I want Caruso to run for mayor. He's a he, he's a type that would understand both. You know, Look, Rick's a really good operator. First name basis, by the way. Uh, Rick. Rick. Uh, Text so, him after the show. Rick, no, Rick's actually, shipping but, him some ice cream. But Rick, <laughs> but, but he but he gets it. Like he he's an operator, but he's also he's a safety guy, and yeah, we need he to run gets him. it. Yeah. Well, let's hope that the politicians that are making these piss poor decisions that the new ones are going to learn. You know, I mean, that's what I'm hoping that we're going to learn from this pandemic. And if something else does happen down the line, we'll be much better prepared for it. I just uh, I'm really worried about places like California that have gone so far down the wrong path that I just don't see how it corrects course and and comes back to some sort of a a rational. I agree. Well, I'm also concerned about all the people that are leaving L.A. I'm also concerned about all the people that are leaving New York um, because. Those are the people that spend money in places like mine and John's and other mom and pop places. Yeah. Those are the people that keep our employees employed. Right, because those are the people that can leave. And it, but it all exactly. a lot of folks that don't have the resources. There's a to lot just of pack folks that yeah, it, it, they don't have these resources. They can't fly private suite. They can't do these. They can't do these things essentially. And so everyone's forgetting about that fact. That's yeah. where the masses are. Well, especially yeah. to just get up and move your whole household. Totally. And move your business. There's a By lot the way, of- I, I love L.A. I love living in L.A. I think it's a great city, and it's diverse, and it's fun, and it's energetic, and it's got comedians and actors. And like, it it's, did. It's, you know, it, I always, people always say to me, how do you get the crowd you get? And I go, it's just a part of the community. Yeah. It's just an interesting community. Um, True. So, so it's a blast. And by the way, everybody that goes in there that's famous – we met they weren't famous right right mm. you're not born famous you're not born being top of the heap comedian you busted your Come ass together and, and and you work so i've been doing this for 30 years we've known each other forever right i was a 22 year old idiot running around town not sure what i was going to do i didn't know i was going to have a restaurant called craig's so but we've all kind of come up together and we all support each other well that's one of the beautiful things yep. about restaurants like yours or like dan tana's where you go there and it's this crazy melting pot of generations yeah right you know i'm actually scared of historic places that are going to not be able to reopen yeah places like that you know all the all the legend there's a lot of legendary ones that no one's talking about that are at risk of not being able to reopen unless they're saved yeah i I was just watching so i watched a thing on showtime about the comedy store and i was thinking like if you didn't have open mic mondays Right, nobody would have had a voice. Right, nobody would have learned yeah. their craft. Yeah, nobody would have had a place to fail. Yeah, right. And then, you know, you 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 know, you go to a restaurant. I remember going to Dantana's. I I literally I was an actor. I had six bucks in my pocket. I was invited to dinner. I couldn't afford anything on the menu except a light beer. I ordered the light beer for three fifty, and I made some sort of lame excuse as to why I couldn't stay for dinner. Right. I literally I, I had no money, and 
And then I ended up working there. And then I ended up running it. And then I ended up leaving and opening up my own place. So everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. But, but, but comedy stores, restaurants, little venues like the Troubadour, th those are all the places that people get to learn their trades, right? When I started out as a waiter, I didn't know shit. But they molded me and I learned, right? So where, where's all that happening right now? All of those the young people that are trying to learn comedy, trying to be an actor, trying to be whatever it is that they're trying to do, none of that's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's the the development of comedy has been devastating to the people that have just started out. Maybe they're yeah. like ten months, a year in. Like that's such a critical period that can make or break the the next future generation of headliners. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and they're they're stalled and a lot of them have taken jobs and a lot of them are just giving up on the uh, the whole dream of comedy. I kind of also feel bad for college students like you know if you're oh, 18, yeah. 19, 20, oh. that whole college oh, yeah. experience Gosh. is How about high school kids graduating? Yeah. Your graduation's virtual? What the fuck is yeah. that? I got two 7-year-old twins. I, they're home. Yeah. They're on Zoom. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no social interaction. Yeah, it's not right? good. It's not. I mean, good I give so I give ways. a lot of credit to my wife because like she's home with them all the time. Yeah. It's like you're you're not only a mom, you're 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 scared about the pandemic yourself. You've probably got a parent or two that you're scared about because they're older and they're more susceptible. You've got two kids that are scared yeah. and they don't know what's going on. You got a neurotic husband who's got a business that's like barely hanging on. Yeah. So it's I mean it's a Our lot. Our wives deserve a lot of a lot of credit. Absolutely. Big, big. Well, listen, gentlemen. By the I, way, I'm on first name basis with my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you email her or text her? How does it work? Yeah. No, I can actually get to her. <laughs> I'm not sure she wants me to get to yeah. her. Um, uh, listen, uh, I hope we've made some sort of an impact with this yep. conversation. I hope people are listening, and I hope that it, it has some sort of an effect, and I hope I hope they do put pressure on these these bureaucrats. I hope they, they let these people know, like, what you're doing has a real consequence, not just to the businesses and the community, but people are going to remember what you've done. Yeah. Like you, you can't just, this is a bad choice. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean, I just hope we all get through this and I hope at, at some point down the line, this is a great story yeah. that we tell a lot of people in yeah. the past. And we sound like these old bastards that keep <laughs> repeating the same old story about, you remember the time of the pandemic? And Shit, I hope that it's two years from now. Yeah. I hope two years yeah, from now we're laughing too. it up and, and, yeah. and toasting, yeah. you know, and, and, and appreciating. That's one thing that I think will come out of this for the people that make it on the other end. You're going to appreciate how bad it was yeah. and how weird it was. It's, you know, it's, I, it's funny. I looked at a bottle of champagne the other day and I thought to myself, what am I waiting for? <laughs> Literally, mm. what am I waiting for? Yeah. yeah. Crack, I, it. I, I crack it because you yeah. never know what's coming tomorrow. Yeah. So you might as well live it today. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, best of luck. Um, let's do this again Thank when you. everything's popping. Yeah. Let's right. do, do it again and Thank you for having us. Joe, Joe, means a lot. Seriously, thanks for having us out because, yeah, yeah. because there's not a lot of people want to have this conversation. Yeah. We're all rational people. We all understand there's an issue. But how do you get through it yep. with some common sense? That's all we're asking. Well, and you're also asking for some respect for your business. I mean, this is it's crazy yeah. that... They just feel like they can arbitrarily shut you down again because you don't have lobbyists because you are independent. Yeah. You're not a, a part of some gigantic fast food corporation right. that has a massive influence on these politicians. Yeah, our companies are like families, literally. And so our, our family units are now shut down. It's, it's a really sad case. And so 
I commend you for doing this because this this will make some sort of impact and it's a start at least. Well, my pleasure. Uh, best of luck to everybody. And our, my heart goes out to all you people out there that are struggling, whether it's business owners, restaurants, bars, stand-up comedy clubs, all of you. All right. Thank Love you, gentlemen. Thanks thank you. again. Thank you very much. Thank you.